Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Naturalist Capitalist. This is the 13th Four Horsemen, the first episode in season two. We made it a whole year. We only got one of them removed. That's pretty good, but we had amazing guests. We had Pete Quinones, we had Dave Smith, we had Scott Horton, we had Mike Rivero, we had Sean Atwood, we had uh, James Corbett, we had we had tons of guests. It was crazy. It's been lots of fun. Uh, but we're starting out the new season. Uh, as always, we've got my co-host, Eric Jackman. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Reed, what a pleasure to be here. This is President Trump, number 45, number 46, and soon to be 47. And we are celebrating season two of The Apprentice, a.k.a. The Four Horsemen. And I'm so excited to be here. we got a huge jam-packed show tonight, and we're going to kick some ass, take some names, and maybe, maybe talk about Russia. <laughs> Rock and roll, Reed. Happy to be here, man. Yeah, good to have you. Um, we've got Rand Paul, who's got some uh, stuff to say about what's going on in Russia right now. What, what, what do you think about what's going on with Russia and Ukraine, Mr. Mr. Paul? Well, Reed, thank you for having me. As you can see, I'm just really elated and very excited to be here. <laughs> well, I wrote Vlad a prescription. I said, you know, Vlad, I don't think it's fair what's going on, what you're doing to Ukraine. You are aggressing. You're breaking, uh, you know, the, the, the non-aggressive treaty. And uh, I just quite frankly think that the, they should roll the tanks back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for bringing me on for a quick little, uh, quick little chat. But I, I guess, uh, I guess who, who the people want to see is joining. Is that true? That is true. So, guys, I told you Ryan wasn't going to make it because he's sick, and he actually got so sick that he died. So we've got the ghost of Ryan Dawson on the show tonight. <laughs> yeah, horseman ride. <laughs> I've been sitting on that song the whole time. It's like Zelda. <laughs> I popped a bunch of my jokes not knowing we weren't on the air. Oh, sorry. But yeah, oh. so the hair is because... Out of pure spite, everybody bitches about whatever haircut I have every horseman show. So I thought they have to get more and more fucked up each time. I thought the comb over would do it. I didn't really have a way to top that. So uh, I'm fine silver today. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have the man we all got to meet in person in D.C. For those of us who hadn't already, he covered the Maxwell trial in person a lot of you guys have probably seen him in the recent months because of that. Addy Ads, how you doing tonight, man? Hey, thanks for having me on the show, guys. Yeah, it's it's fun, really fun meeting with all of you, except Mike. I didn't meet Mike Mike yet officially. So, oh, or did nice, you? Nice to meet you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> likewise, <laughs> likewise. That was a body double. We had invasion of the body snatchers. Came down with George Orwell. We swapped Eric. We swapped Eric with Epstein's body back in 2019 at the morgue in New York City. They put my body in there. Forward, like up. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Do, do the Maxwell sisters smell like sulfur? Is that true? I try not to smell them. I try not to smell them. I just think about asking the right questions, you know. Did you, but, see the uh, cool, did you meet the cool brother who was on TV? Like, Ghislaine is very nice. I think people should say nice things to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin. Is that Kevin or Ian? The I, I think Ian, yeah. Okay. I No, I haven't seen Ian. Uh, I, I missed him. Uh, he, he went there once, I think, over the course of the trial. But I did see Kevin on several occasions. But guys, you don't understand. It was democratic pedophilia. Oh. So it's okay. Yes. Yes. They were mo they were moderate pedophiles. 
<laughs> oh, it's like the moderate rebels. <laughs> yeah, it's like the moderate Nazis, the democratic Nazis in Ukraine yeah. right now. <laughs> so, Addy, for people who aren't familiar with you, um, you know, tell the audience about who you are and what you do and uh, what you're known for. Yeah, I will. Now I'm I'm quite known for covering the Maxwell and Epstein stuff, which. Uh, I, I have to give both Ryan and Sean a lot of credit for because those are the guys I, I really learned from. And, and that, you know, before that, I really didn't know who Jeffrey Epstein was. Uh, so uh, in that sense, it, it was kind of a slow process. I never really thought of myself as someone who knew a lot about the topic. But then uh, as the trial progressed, I realized most of the people there had no idea what was going on. And uh, yeah, that was that was pretty apparent uh, as, as the trial progressed. You know, welcome to my everyday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan's used to it, you know, with the. Uh, oh, I followed him for get... when he got arrested the second time, I guess 13 and a half years or something. And, you know, suddenly people want to listen. And and then, you know, I'd say something the next day, everybody's all saying this shit like they'd known it forever. And I'm like, fuck off. Y'all didn't know that crap. And then when you get censored, like, I wanted to be there. I wanted to be there with you. And I should have been. But. Because of Rona, couldn't travel. Because of uh, censorship, it wouldn't have mattered. I would have nowhere to put it. <laughs> but it's, it pisses me off because, you know, this is one of the most important cases of the millennia is busting this ring. Because it was not just a couple rich perverts playing around with the kids. It was way deeper than that. This was a Israeli blackmail ring that has deep roots. Uh, this is generational organized crime. And something coming out in a new film later explaining all that but it's like they as soon as they couldn't find a connection between the trump acosta thing the media didn't give a fuck epstein disappeared it seems like it was like a super popular thing because you know addy and atwood and people like that kept you know talking about it online but even addy lost like 10 youtube sean lost his and got it back again twice uh you can't talk about it anymore why why are they protecting billionaire child rapists? Well, probably the same reason they support Al-Qaeda in Syria and neo-Nazis in Ukraine. They, they, it's funny, too. Everybody's a Nazi except for actual Nazis. Right? Yeah, Rand, you know about the Azov Brigade, right, Senator Paul, over there in Ukraine? Well, it's interesting. The Azov Brigade, they were in Raiders of the Lost Ark in the early 80s with Harrison Ford. And the ones who didn't open their eyes are now the ones profiting with Zelensky. And I would just advise, and I would advise a humble foreign policy to stop doing that. <laughs> but, uh, Ryan, I wanted to ask you. So I saw there's a, there's a meme going around. Um, it's got a photo of John Kerry. It's got a photo of uh, Pelosi. It's got a photo of Biden. Um, is Ken Romney. All their offspring and Romney is that true? Were they, were they working? Were they working with Whitey Bulger's nephew, or is that a different thing? Well, well, Carrie was. Yeah, um, okay. uh, Hines, right? I uh, think the meme. Yeah, Chris Hines. The meme is uh, all their kids work for Ukraine companies or something. Uh, for Hunter Biden and Chris Hines, that is true. Uh, I don't think that's true for uh, not directly, not like paid for a no-show job. True, like those two, but uh, Pelosi certainly. With insider trading, uh, Romney. I didn't find anything there, but you know that's how memes are. They mix yeah. truth with bullshit to discredit the whole thing. Classic fucking thing. It's like that New York Times journalist who was totally not CIA that died last night or yesterday morning, whatever your time zone is. <clears throat> to um shot, 
going across a bridge and they passed the checkpoint. One got shot in the butt, the other got shot in the neck and, and died. Um, but he wasn't on assignment and he was a videographer not getting paid in the middle of a war zone because he's totally not CIA. <laughs> Just the journalists over there, cuz reasons. <clears throat> but you know, all this whole affair has been nothing but lies from both sides, right? But I do not like this. Uh, I don't like censorship, obviously. But <laughs> this Russia phobia, where across the board, I mean, they're banning athletes, musicians, fucking cats, like, pouring vodka. Yeah, all the idiots who are pouring yeah, the vodka. anything, anything Russian. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even remember it being this bad right after 9-11. Like there were some people who are like effing Muslims or whatever. But there was pushback. Oh, it ain't all of them. It was these people from Saudi Arabia, and they're extremists. There was like, you know, explanation even on the news. Don't blame, don't collectively blame people. But Facebook, Meta, whatever, you are allowed to call for violence on Russians, just Russians, and uh, you're also allowed to cheerlead for neo Nazis all of a sudden. Well, that's, Senator that's Paul disgusting. didn't uh, John McCain call you a Russian asset once? When you wouldn't, I forget what the vote was, but you wouldn't vote to do something. And he called all you guys, he called, he, he called everyone else patriots, but just you were a Russian asset, I believe. Was this the time that he got back from going uh, in the uh, hot tub with uh, the Al Qaeda rebels? He'd seen the uh, sunbathing over there in the sand with Al Qaeda, which I don't recommend. I, I am a doctor. He should have had 30 SBF. Maybe he'd still be alive. That's how he got the cancer on his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bless oh, the sun. Yo, McCain. Now you want to talk about the whole coup in Ukraine? That's one of the last things that fucker did. It's his last. You know, Lindsey Graham's still out there like a, a fucking schoolgirl. Yeah. Mike, what about Lindsey Graham? 2017 will be the year of offense. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, and I, I think we should just kill them. Let's let's go over there. Let's get some dirty <laughs> martinis and put a little something something in there from Sidley Gottlieb. I'm going, uh, oh I'm going to talk to Sidney Gottlieb and have him take a little tinkle in his martini. <laughs> Give him a little uh, a, a Jean-Luc Brunel cocktail, right? Oh. Yeah, we're going, we're going to slip it to him, and then we're going, we're going to oil up the boots on the aircraft carriers. All them boys need their backs massaged with lotion. <laughs> Some, someone's got to do it. I wish there was another way. If there was, I'd do hey, it. to be serious again... You know that uh, Jean-Luc Burnell, he dies on the 19th, like two days after, two days into the five-day bombing of Donbass that everybody ignores because they act like Putin just did this because he's unprovoked and unjustified. Burnell suicided. Oh, come on, whatever. He was murdered in jail. But he had a modeling agency in Kiev uh, that that was one dot away from Igor Kolomoisky, who's one of the primary financiers Whoa. for Zelensky. Yeah. Whoa, that and, is big. Uh, yeah, I talked to, dude, I talked about this shit for like an hour on Telegram yesterday. His wig? It, it didn't record. It's everything. I explained the whole thing. Everyone's like, God damn, that was, wow, wow. And they're like, I was going and I was just fucking. Everyone who's watching needs to watch. Uh, it wasn't recorded. I did it in the morning. My nerd is like on Norway time, so I don't know. I don't fuck with that, but. Brunel, okay, so you look like you're living in Norway right now, sort yeah, of. Yeah, well, you know horns what? And you got the beard, yeah. and you really have the look down. <laughs> I, got, 
don't think I can maintain this guy. It's too hot. <laughs> it's like Mike, the Bob Dylan, yeah, the Bob Dylan video. Mike, what, is, Santa. what does Lindsey Graham say about the Nazis, Mike, in Ukraine? Well, you know, they uh, they were having a good time over there. They got a hot tub, and you know, them them rebels are doing good things. So we're gonna meet with them, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna denazify my pants. <laughs> we gonna do it. We gonna do it. He gives us a Roman salute downstairs. Addy, we should talk to with Peter Duke about the Burnell yeah. stuff that I have because are you you're I got on some next good week, shit. right? Or uh, am I? I got I some good. I have some good shit that I was gonna do on Sean's show. I don't think I can go back on there. I think his butthole tightens up every time I'm talking because not that he has a problem. It's YouTube. You know they don't want to get censored, and you're not allowed to talk bad about pedophiles. You know that's a that's a no no on YouTube. You can only praise Nazis and Al Qaeda over there. Uh, you're not allowed to say Palestinians are human beings. You can't. I mean, you can't talk about Yemen at all. But you know, the ghost of Kiev, Snake Island. Where? How about the new one where a fucking lady knocked down a Russian drone with a pickle jar? That's the. I'm like, God. That's amazing. Sean Atwood here. She 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 fired pickles at it in the shape of John McCain's head. <laughs> so, Addy, what was uh, what's your takeaway, man, from our time in D.C.? That was pretty wild, man, wasn't it? Uh, what a fun time to meet you in person and hang out at the press club and, and hear from John Kariaku and Roger Waters and Palestine yeah. Legal and all those base people at the conference. Um, yeah, what were your main takeaways from that? Yeah, it was it was awesome to to meet up with with you guys and go to you know cover the trucker convoy uh, with with Reed and. You know, I'd, I'd met up with Ryan once before in California, Marina Del Rey, with Peter Duke, and uh, Peter came out to take photos, principally of Ryan. But I included them in my in my first book. But yeah, it was it was good, and you know, attending the conference, the uh, uh, I think transcending the, the Israeli lobby at home and abroad. Thank you, thank you, Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of a, a, a mouthful there. Do you see Not why a... I just say anti APAC? Yes. Yeah. They don't like that. I'm like, what, what do you have sympathy for APAC? Fuck APAC. Like, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. They need to work in that that marketing there. But uh, it, people found it to be mostly or, or more, I think, left leaning than we would have liked. Uh, you know, it, it seemed like there was an agenda there from from the left uh, for for most most of the speakers uh i i honestly only only saw karyaku and roger waters pretty much so i i showed up a little late you were there for the best speeches you got, yeah really. you got yeah. the only ones that weren't far left okay okay yeah well it's so i was like god i came all the way from japan to listen to this like i i mean a hundred percent stop killing palestinian kids like we get it you know but and i liked all the stuff from virginia because that was like proactive <laughs> they were doing something, you know, like uh, had a definite agenda and something to do, preserving these lands, pushing out this green energy bullshit from the Israelis and censoring the textbooks. And it, it had a, you know, an offense. But <clears throat> I don't know. I'm tired of like whining about Palestine. Like, what do you want to do? Why don't you lobby the way they lobby? We're all in D.C. And uh, actually, you wouldn't have been allowed to this year because we tried to do that and the police wouldn't let us in. They were so scared of the trucker convoy that unless you were an interest group or something, you could not go in and meet your representative. And I'm pretty sure that's unconstitutional. Yeah, but, uh, it, it was really, it's you know, it's, it was amazing because some people would contradict themselves in the middle of talking. 
you know, yeah, say with, something. The, with the Syria stuff, Syria right. and uh, Russia with Ukraine. It was, <laughs> I forget how they phrased it exactly, but it was something along the lines of what the Israelis are doing to the Palestinians is just as bad what Putin is doing to the Ukrainians and what Assad did to his own people or something like that. It was just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, and then they Palestine. said history matters right after that. History matters. So the last eight years of 13,000 people getting killed in right. Eastern Ukraine, let's just forget about that. Like the Donbass is the Palestinians in this situation and they got a big tag team partner. <clears throat> yeah. It's in their strategic interest. I mean, it sucks, but like for fuck's sake, you know, from 2014 to now been complaining about it. I, I on Reed's show, I, I've talked about the Azov Battalion and stuff, throw it in there. And like, we had on, I think Blumenthal had on Scott Ricard, Pepe Escobar, uh, Joaquin Flores, like lots of people talking about Ukraine. James Corbett, too, who was on Horseman one time. And, you know, we, we spelled out the whole situation. And, and the best thing that somebody made, somebody made this thing of Dr. Paul, the good one, Ron Paul, said, if only someone had warned us. And it was just, if you put NATO on the doorstep, if you do this you know, over and over and over and over again, years of warnings, and then it happens. Paul, like, Mike. This is unprovoked. Yeah, there you go. You Mike, Mike's got it. Why would you follow the Constitution? You know, we're going. We we, we 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 insist on going over there to their countries. It's their land. We insist on going over there, and there's going to be unintended consequences. I don't think if 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 they legalized heroin, we all the Ukrainians would become heroin addicts tomorrow. And by the way, unpasteurized milk. I, I, you can't have raw milk, but they'll give you a free crack pipe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Come I've on, been man. doing Rand so much that the Rand is diluted as long. I do have a little bit of a tickle. So uh thanks for having me on, Reed. I'm um you know happy to I'm glad that Ryan can do it. And uh, you know, as uh Julia Child says, bon appetit. When I was a spy in the OSS before the CIA, I would show a transmitter in the Turkey's picture. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mike, for coming on. All right, boys. Nice peace. To meet you, Mike. Hey, you Eddie, you too. I want to have you on sometime, Eddie, on Jackwood Radio. Anytime, anytime. All right, take care, guys. Thanks. See you, Mike. <laughs> now, now the score is even. He's a funny yeah. guy. <laughs> natives, natives versus colonists. <laughs> Mike Jackman's a funny guy. He's a very, very funny guy. Funny guy. So with so uh, Addy, uh, yeah. I, what like got you so interested? In Ryan and uh, Sean Atwood's work, like, were you into crime and stuff like that before, or is this like a completely new leaf that you decided to turn over? Yeah, uh, looking back on it, I, I have been interested in in true crime. No, I don't think anybody's asked me that before, actually, because most people look at it through the journalism lens. But yeah, I would like stay up late at night in high school reading about serial killers and. You know, and I would do it on a somewhat you know regular basis, or or just unsolved murder cases and stuff like that. But uh, the, the Epstein uh, thing really was interesting to me because of uh, the fact that there was so much unexplained about what was going on, and and you could tell it was it was there was something uh, deeper there, and and just like the character, it was like this like dark side Gatsby esque. A con man, almost like catch me if you can, but he he's a pedophile instead of a, you know, a swindler. Um, he was so, both. 
Yeah, no, he was in 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 his his money cleaning abilities. He was talented. I, I think I don't think you could argue. argue he had a lot that. of help. <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. And, um, Darren Indyke's a professional. Uh... There it is. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. Took 20, 21 minutes, Eric. Twenty one minutes for the bell. <laughs> twenty one minutes. And he he brought the bell guys to DC with him. He had, he had it there it in the in, in person. It was, it was, it was there. It was everything. Had chair. It was on hand. It's on yeah. it. oh, get this. There was only ten people on an entire airplane leaving Japan. Because who the fuck would leave Japan and go to the U.S. right now? You know. Ding. You some, and so the bell was on a little satin pillow. It had its own on the chair. Yeah, that's nice. It had its own lunch tray and everything. It got taken care of, you know. It was given the respect that it deserved. Yeah, what what type of maintenance does the bell need? Do you need to oil it or anything at all? It's very high maintenance. Oh yeah. Did you, you fly L Airlines? If you don't have right? his bagels just right, it has a fit. Oh. <laughs> and, and you you flew L Airlines, right? Is that the the Israeli airlines? Oh, only yeah, it's the only airline the bell will travel on. Yeah. yeah, and you came on a Zim, you came on a Zim shipping boat too, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in, a, in a United Fruit cargo plane. <laughs> Good God, um, yeah. So I mean, I, I Addy it was so cool to meet you in DC, and you know, I, I started watching. I first heard about you, you know, when you were covering the Guilen trial over there in New York, and I saw your videos, <clears> and I'm like, holy shit. Who is this guy, man? He's got some balls putting a camera on those goblins' face. Ghislaine's fucking <laughs> ugly, gross troll sister there, getting a camera in her face and asking her about her dead husband. Dude, that was so based. You were like, yeah. dude, you were really poking the bear, man. I'm like, this this guy's got some balls, man. I like this. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that, Eric. I, I, I got uh, a call from Charlie Robinson, I think, the night before, and he's like, you got to ask her about this. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'll you know, because I, I, my biggest reference throughout the trial was Sean's book, Who Killed Epstein? And then I also had Ryan's map, both map, his, his, the newer version and the older version. We got one over to you while you were there, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and Ryan had me on and yeah, he, he sent me a map. And, and this this guy from Philadelphia, he drove, I think it was three hours, three hours to meet meet me. And he gave me a map. And he gave me dough, and we talked for like three hours, and it was it was. Get awesome. the map, by the way. It's really cool. Yeah. I'm not going to open it so no one can yeah. screenshot it. The Epstein you know. crime map that Dawson created is it's it's fucking oxygen, dude. When you read it, you look through it. It's scary. You're not going to sleep when you start making those connections. You start googling those names, and you get on Wikipedia. You're like, oh fuck. What's hilarious is I make I make this map physically for sale, so they don't whitney my whole thing, and then. When I go on a show like Sean's show or something and I talk about a certain node in the next day, everyone's talking about Leon Black or whatever I just went over. Like they've known it for it. Oh, new breaking Epstein. Something. I'm like, this is not new at all. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many parrots and very few people that dig up original material. And it's super fucking frustrating to not be allowed on YouTube or any of, you know, the, the uh, town square. But now it ain't just me and Rivero and guys like that. It's like the entire state of Russia. RT, Sputnik. <laughs> like we just yeah. got 150 something million people on our team. <laughs> you know, that knows what it's like. And I think serendipitously, if anything good comes out of a war, is war sucks. But if Russia or China or whatever, or they they make a new payment processor and they make a new uh, video hosting site like YouTube, it's almost a net positive. Is China going to let you use one or are you going to get kicked off pretty More fast? likely than in America. That's the saddest thing. Yeah. 
You know, as long as you don't talk about China, they don't really care. Yeah. Excuse me, West Taiwan. China. <laughs> West Taiwan. <laughs> oh, man. I um, Israel that from uh, Six Hex and Hammer. He's like, West Taiwan. I'm like, that is beautiful. I always called London North Pakistan. So I guess that was pretty close to getting there. But yeah. <laughs> so, Eddie, who was the. Too. Who was the cop or the like the retired cop or whoever was at the Glenn Maxwell trial? Uh, forget what his name is, uh, but Michael he was Dawson. like, Yeah, Michael Dawson, Sergeant Michael Dawson. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he was the other guy who was kind of covering it as <laughs> consistently as you, right? Or in terms of uh, what, what do you mean? Wasn't he posting videos like recapping every day and no, he that was a, a witness in the trial. He was a, a sergeant in the Palm Beach. Okay, I'm department. thinking of someone who just like went into the maybe he wasn't even a cop, he just always had this new NYPD hat on. Oh, um, yeah, like that's Andrew. Joe Nearman. Joe Nearman, good, yeah, logic. yeah, that's who yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, good logic spelled L A W G I C. Yeah, he's a New York uh, litigator and yeah, he covered it every day uh, as well. Yep, Dawson wasn't even allowed to come in the final day. They just said what they thought he might say. Yeah, they did a stipulation, you know, which I thought was weird. It was just they were rushing the whole trial. It was just they were trying to get it done as quickly as possible, it felt like. You know, it was mm -hmm. yeah. You, you think it would be important enough for him to un in you know have the inconvenience of having to stay the weekend in New York City, but uh the state that didn't want to spend horrible. the money. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, right. He had but the, was going over the content of a box that he found, right? Which could have uh, been sex toys or whatever, but they're like, Well, this is what we think he would have said. Like, let's not guess. Let's bring him back in and let him say it. This is pretty important, you know. <clears throat> the yeah. Johns are sweating because Maxwell, like, she wouldn't name him, but she won't defend him either. They're all right. gonna have to lawyer up and defend themselves now. But uh, I think they took a breath of fresh air after Brunel died and Andrew got a settlement. Just, what uh, was the Kolomoisky Brunel connection? They well, met. that's with you know Brunel started two new modeling agencies in 2019, one in New York and one in Kiev. And okay. I'll I'm gonna since I'm going on your show anyway next week. I'll just go ahead and explain all that shit then. It's okay. bad, <laughs> and when yeah. you know when people well thing is they won't find out because even. Even if I say it and all that, it, it'll just go in the same circles of maybe 20, 40,000 people. And it won't have, you know what I mean? Like, taking away my fucking social media, like, killed this fucking story. And uh, yeah. so it doesn't matter what I dig up. But he, he they'd been trafficking girls from Ukraine to Israel, too. Not just Kolomoisky has an Israeli passport. Well, yeah, Kolomoisky. Kolomoisky. He, he's, he's one of Zelensky's guys. Tell me who he is. No, no, Zelensky's one of his guys. He's a warlord. <laughs> he's a weapons he's trafficker. He's oligarch. a yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he's a billionaire. He's a oh my god. He's he, a owns a, great he owns a shit. ton of land in the United States. He he's Ukrainian. Land. He robbed people in Ohio, and West Virginia. Like he's a Columbus. Over, yep. Yeah, he did. The guy, man, I don't even know. He's like Richard Pearl level evil. So where is he now? He's back in Ukraine, or oh, he's presumably right now, right? Oh, is he in no. Switzerland? No, he's not in Ukraine. Hell no. <clears throat> so he's he's they a don't even say his name, have they? You know, like uh, okay. So prior prior to the Lazinski take, I mean, he's the one that started the TV show that Zelensky was on about oh, the big okay. show about being yeah, president. but him being president. Okay, yeah. the people. What do they call it? Fucking the people's cock. 
Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was some stupid thing. Dancing around uh, in his high heels and his leather boots there, like he's the village people doing the YMCA <laughs> in Ukraine. Did you see that? That was that was that was gayer than front row at an Elton John concert, quite frankly. Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> there in a box of AIDS at a musical sitting with Elton oh, John. Oh my they, uh, god! That guy looked like <clears throat> as gayer than a cock flavored lollipop. Good God! <clears throat> as queer as a football bat. <clears throat> <laughs> he really is the son of Southern nobility, Reed, isn't he? He really is, yeah. <laughs> I just, wow. Well, I'm having hot toddies here, if you can't tell. Yeah, he's getting through it. So are you going to go back to New York, Eddie, uh, and check out if there's a retrial? Or what are your plans for that? Are you just keeping a close eye on it? I'm actually in New York right now. I'm not in the city, though. But, yeah, the sentencing is not till June. And the most recent entry in the docket was just a memo replying and, and calling for a motion for a mistrial from Maxwell's defense team. So uh, not really any, any hearings uh, in the foreseeable future. So uh, it's kind of hurry up and wait. So I'm going to do a little bit more uh, investigating into maybe the Brunel Kolmoyski connection or, you know, maybe where is uh, Sarah Kellen, for example, I think that'd yeah. be interesting. Yeah, so why did, like uh, everyone knows she was one. I mean, that, that didn't actually say her name though. But it was like August. There's enough. Your mic is a little weird again, Eric. Uh, Ryan. Right. Uh, fuck. God damn it. Infowars.com. Um, um, Eddie, didn't they denazify New York City? Isn't it like uh, kind of back to normal now, or what's going on there? I believe like, so. It's up to <laughs> the. It's still still shaking a little, Ryan. I don't know what's up with it, but. Yeah, the mandates are, are dropped. Oh, sure. I think it's still up to the discretion of a private uh, enterprise if they want to still enforce it. And I think the schools also dropped theirs uh, as well. The yeah. last line was the children's in, in school having the mask, which I find ridiculous. But I, I, I can't remember if that was lifted or not, but it was it, something that Adams was the, – the racist Adams uh, was uh, talking about recently. I, I can't remember if they lifted it or not, though. Yeah, they lifted uh -huh. all that, Reed. I, I was fine yeah. in New York. Uh, I didn't have to show any kind of papers or my chip on my ass. And uh, I got in. And Addy's right. Yeah, businesses, it's up to them if they want to do it now. It's not mandated by the city. And then um, my cousin who has kids in school there said they don't have to do the mask LARPing anymore either. So, um, yeah, I mean, my time there, I had a great time there. And, I, you know, it, it felt felt pretty decent. So There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, Addy, what, what's happened with the trucker convoy? Like you and I went over to what, – what's the name of that town? Something in Maryland? Hagerstown. Hagerstown, yeah. And yeah. when we went there, there was like – I don't know, maybe a hundred trucks and what would you say, like a thousand people there, probably? Yeah, probably a thousand people. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe two thousand. Yeah, probably closer to a thousand though. Yeah. So what did they uh what did they do after that meeting? Yeah, I I followed up uh loosely in the in the following days. I saw Ann Vandersteel was on Steve Bannon's show, The War Room or whatever, and sounded like things were picking up steam and i saw earlier today that there was some trucker getting a haircut a free haircut uh still at the hagerstown uh, speedway parking lot so truckers are still there as far as how long they're going to be there i think it's pretty much the same status that when i left whereby 
we don't know what their plan is, right? That's uh, I think been the the biggest confusion about the the whole thing. What's yeah. their demand? I actually don't know. I think Reed Reed mentioned they didn't even have one or they couldn't answer or something. Well, I that was the other guy on the show that we just did that just uh, okay. co-host there. He said someone was on and didn't have the demands. When I looked at the oh, yeah, website, yeah, yeah. it was that they want to end the state of emergency. So for what, um, Canada? Well, the United States still has a state of emergency just declared. They're just, but most of the mandates are gone. So I don't even know what it technically does. Because they're still hunting domestic terrorists. There's yeah. this. Uh, I said at this. <laughs> this dude is younger than me, and he worked at the Justice Department investigating domestic weapons of mass destruction. It's weird. It's weird. Well, <laughs> yeah, January sixth. <laughs> White supremacy and insurrection. I don't. Yeah, I don't bring that topic up just willy nilly. <laughs> Depending on the on the context. Think about that. They called the president of the United States, mail-in voted or whatever, said the protesters at January 6th, the trespassers, were white supremacist insurrectionists. And then they called the truckers in Canada white supremacists. But the Azov Battalion that has Himmler's Black Sun and Nazi swastikas and so on, uh, that have been murdering people for the last eight years, oh, that's just... Couple bad apples. Yeah. Nothing to see here. <laughs> yep. Same thing with uh, Aral al Sham and HTS and stuff in Syria. That's Al Qaeda. And you're giving them guns and you're giving them money. And <laughs> I love this. I mean, this is, this is, this is better than watching Kamala Harris try and give a speech. Your mic's still uh, doing that. Right? Yeah. God, it sucks, man. I don't know. Yeah, try it. Yeah, oh, wait. Like- Oh, oh, now you sound better. Can we hear a little sound song? <clears throat> Is it fucked? Uh, no, no, you sound fine. fine. All right. Well, maybe that did. Maybe my chair was on it. My my clip chair. This this is one of the dumbest <laughs> things. <laughs> this is. Yeah. I don't want to say Douglas Fife dumb. That might be going too far. But you know, somewhere between Harris and Fife, which is way on that side of the fucking scale. They're talking about bringing in fighters from Syria, the Al-Qaeda fighters on the Ukraine side. Now, the UK and the US have put in Javelin missiles, stingers, man pads. You're going to have neo-Nazis and Al-Qaeda with stingers and Javelins. What if they just run away and bring those into Europe? I'm not flying commercial. In Europe anymore. Your plane could be leaving the runway. Bye. Hey, Macron. Javelin up the ass. Like, how fucking stupid are they? Having man pads and then inviting Al-Qaeda. They're like, thanks for the toys. But this is the administration that gave billions of dollars worth of weapons to the Taliban. Yeah. That was- and <laughs> they, can't, they can't see this through. But I, I you know... I was so disappointed because I, I truly thought when they sent Kamala Harris to Poland that she would soothe everything over. She's such a statesman, right? <laughs> That's that speech that it, it was it was better than Washington's farewell address. You know, passionate attachments like it was 
she was like, what, what was the line? She's like, Russia is a big country. Ukraine is a small country. <laughs> and that's not good. I was blown away. I was yeah. blown away. The simplicity, it was, it was so zen. What what the fuck are they doing sending Kamala Harris to Europe? What is, why she she shouldn't be in charge of anything? Like she couldn't even go Ryan. get people tea. Like Eric, she I was <laughs> yeah, Eric, right. I was looking before you I just want to say before you start there, Trump. I was looking when I made that trailer with all the clips from all twelve horsemen episodes. <laughs> I was going through the the second one we did with Pete Quinones, and there's this part, Eric, where you're like, you know, we've gone from Ask not what your country could do for you, but what you could do for your country to we need wool. We just like off the deep end as far as eloquence and you know just being able to speak wow. in complete sentences goes. It's Dude, like, that, that that's that's it, Reed. And I'll tell you, I watched the full four parts of Oliver Stone's Kennedy documentary, uh, Legacy Betrayed. And that that's exactly right, man. Yeah, Kennedy that's had his Des sorry, yeah, Destiny portrays. Because that's the name of James Eugenio's book. Yeah, Eugenio's Eugenio's involved, but yeah. Um, yeah, Kennedy had his faults, and he wasn't perfect, and you know, comes from came from a gangster background and all that, but not anywhere near the people who killed him. The level of gangstering and thuggery, and uh, and fuckery. But uh, yeah, we did. We we went from from that eloquence and that kind of big view of the world, and and uh, you know, seeking detente with the Soviets to. <laughs> but Ryan said that Kamala Harris is not really good at handling things. Well, excuse me. She's very good at handling Willie, Willie Brown's ball sack. Okay. She was really good at handling that and gargling it down her throat. She did a great job with that. Okay. She a must be job. a fucking professional dick sucker. Cause there's no way other way she could be in her position. Well, her only qualification is she has a brown vagina. They just want to hit all the check boxes, right? It's intersectionality. This woman is such a fucking moron. She ought to be renamed the embarrassment. Well, you know, I think, Hannity the I think other a night. couple translators oh, got dude. slapped because was she was in Poland talking about, well, we have to do what we have been doing and that whole crap. And even the, the best was the lady doing the sign language. Was like She goes like, like is that real? <laughs> oh, I must be misunderstanding this. <laughs> she should have been like, eh. yeah, Tol Tolsi went on Hannity and, and said, Hannity's like, can you give her a grade, Tulsi? And Tulsi's like, man, aloha. Is there anything lower than an F, Sean? Okay. So she, she roasted her again. They, yeah, they, they, I they distinguished Senator. Uh, what did he say exactly? He's like, Tulsi Gabbard is spreading Russian disinformation and her treasonous lies could cost yeah. lives or something Shit like that. Shit Romney. Yeah, sure. Mitt, Mitt Romney, he choked in 2012. He begged for my endorsement. I could have said Mitt, drop down to your knees if you want the Trump endorsement. Okay. Well, he's got a lot in common with uh, Doctor Fauci. They're both yeah. like torturing dogs. Oh, oh yeah, he had the dog on the roof. He got the dog on the roof. Look, look, Mitt Romney's not really that rich. I have a Gucci store on Fifth Avenue, Addy, that's worth more than Mitt Romney. Okay, and all what's the Mormon, a, what's all the Mormon the, uh, combined. Okay. Romney dog story. I don't know that one. Yeah, they were, they were <laughs> he taking put a dog. On the roof of On his roof. car, he's they got so many kids, isn't he? Uh, trip. He's, got, he's a Mormon, right? Yeah, he's a Mormon. He's got those Supposedly. magic underwear that have a glory hole in them, so the priests can do what they got to do with the tabernacles <laughs> and the rings. They got the rings, one ring to rule them all. The loving one to Alan Dershowitz. Yeah, <laughs> I kept my underwear one. Maybe I got a massage in another part of the house. Something so might have been going on in a couple rooms over. But I know Eddie. She was an adult. I had my underwear on. I joke. I joked about it with you, Addy, in D.C. But so, have you dug dug uh, pretty deeply into Terramar? 
Gillian's Terramar? No, that was uh, that was good when you when you uh, when you brought that up. I I haven't too much. I, I mean, I know Biden Island was I think eight eight minutes away by boat, if I'm not mistaken, or, or fifteen minutes away. But uh, Water it was, Island, yeah, or Water Island, aka Biden Biden Island. Uh, but uh, yeah, I know Terramar was this uh, supposed nonprofit to. Uh, barter over international waters uh i don't know what what can you teach us uh, about it eric well i want to ask uh, dawson too but i mean it was connected she had a grift going with the arts and embassies through the state department do you know about that ryan yeah terror was a money laundering operation uh, fuck the, your main, the, the audio from your mic's just reeled again just just fuck, dude fucking russians <laughs> i just pulled a plug eric, china you're built in fuck it's going china yeah, yeah you, you sound fine like that just you know what i got an idea i'm gonna use my fucking phone he's gonna go, he's gonna go really <laughs> the two. he I'm sounds good right now yeah, yeah eric, you, i mean ryan you sound fine like right now uh, I'm, just like, I'm gonna leave and come back all right can you but, hear yeah terramar i mean she she spoke at the un and it was like about a project to Sucks. clean up the oceans and all the trade routes around the uh, oceans in the back. world and um, there, there's a channel on BitChute called Melty Buddha. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of him, but he's, he's done some pretty bang up research into Galen and the Epstein thing. And he really zeroes in on what's called art and embassies through the State Department and through Hillary. And he connects a lot of those players with uh, Galen Maxwell. So I can send you those links, Addy, if you want to look at it. But uh, for sure. I, yeah, no, yeah, I, definitely. I, dude, I don't, Are you still in New York? I'm back in New Hampshire. I, I got back yeah, okay. uh, Wednesday. I got back. I took a, a bus up. Yeah, I'm bummed. I didn't connect with you guys, but I might be coming yeah, back. Right. I, I might be coming back, Addy, in April. Okay. Because okay. there's, a, there's a film premiere of a movie that I starred in that's happening. Very big premiere. So maybe we could all nice. go together and be a family. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That sounds I good. Could, I could drink some non-alcoholic Russian vodka. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, there uh, you go. Yeah, I had a good time in, in New York. But yeah, so the art and embassy stuff. Um, and I mean, she did. Ghislaine Maxwell was an operator of submarines. I mean, that's like a real yeah. thing. She yeah. did have that. So if you're talking about smuggling humans or trafficking children, I mean, a submarine is ideal. It, Sorry. Is ideal, that's ideal for Sorry. Weapon. That's fake news. She's you not re-emerged. a fucking submarine. She, she had a helicopter license. There so was no submarine. There's no submarine, there's there's no submarine, submarine dock. Awesome. No, that's fake news. That's like tunnels under the. That's bullshit. Uh, Tamar, you're asking about that was a money laundering operation, and they here's some of the old map. You see some of the other room here. Oh, fucking grain. Yeah. There's the gob- There's the goblin. Yeah. <laughs> Got some of that shit there. Yeah. So what was Tamar Dawson? Set the set the record straight on that shit. <clears throat> um. The main purpose of that, though, wasn't about selling plots of water or whatever. It was an excuse to get her into the UN so she could rub soldier- shoulders with all these uppity people and uh, with Antonio Gutierrez. Have, so she'd have access to these people because she's targeting them for blackmail. So it doesn't matter what it is. Like, well, under the guise of a of a charity and saving the oceans, where her father drowned, by the way, she can uh, <clears throat> she gets to meet you know Tony Guerrero and all these fuckers and. If you've seen Corn Pops Revenge, or what's it called? Yeah. The Biden Crime Syndicate, Corn Pops Revenge, you'll see that. <clears throat> you know, a lot of these people, more than you would expect, are into kitty fucking, which is amazing. But it gives her access to the highest level politicians in the world. You're at the UN. She spoke there nine times, right? 
so she got to meet all these people and she gets to uh, cavort with the worst of the worst. I mean, well, I don't think there should even be a UN or a NATO, but you know, I'm all for like get rid of the entire federal government too, so people can dream. But show you what I got here. Yeah, he has that. So the art and embassy project. I mean, she. Do you know anything about that? How she was connected to that? He's got his colors. He's got all three. <laughs> Daglons in there too. <laughs> <clears throat> God, I feel sick as fuck. Uh, no, I don't. Know. The art and embassy is not. Terramar is a bigger deal, and that got scrubbed. But um, I sure I'm sure they had other avenues into uh, into rubbing shoulders with politicians that are undiscovered. It's just we're it's we're just picking at it, you know. And I'm picking at this from Japan. I, I can't like go anywhere talk to anybody or anything i gotta it's it's a lot harder but and her husband scott borgeson i mean what's that guy just fucking disappeared i mean what's he doing now have you looked into him addy or have any update on him or i think he's guys? in your neck of the woods i want to say he's in new hampshire and he owns a mansion and he just started hooking up with this yoga instructor where he stayed fans. in new hampshire I think so. I, I want to say so. Yeah, and he never showed up at the trial. Broke up with Gilan during the trial. Which, <laughs> yeah. But what happened to stand by your Mossad woman? You know, <laughs> he's got property in um, Massachusetts too. Yeah, um, Manchester by the sea. Mm -hmm. So I, I'll look into that. That was you know Maxwell would go from one sugar daddy to the next, uh, but you know she had a service that she could provide, mainly you know other girls. <clears throat> hmm. She's got perjury charges too from that 2015 email to Epstein, which said she would quit talking to him. She clearly hadn't. She's, this woman was enamored with him. Like I think she really loved him. Or you know, it's like six freaks find each other. You know, <laughs> it's, it's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Or like two ah. psychopaths that are like codependent. Right, like Lindsey Graham and John McCain. <laughs> they loved each other. So, Addy, you just <laughs> interviewed uh, Maria Farmer. I haven't watched it yet, but how did that go? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was good. We we're gonna talk again soon. I think we talked about uh, her uh, friend who uh, allegedly. This is this is what Maria is telling me, what, and what he is is stating is is uh, that he was. Taken advantage of by Leslie Wexner at a hotel in Chicago, and that Wexner, yeah, Wexner abused him, uh, uh, basically, and you know, other his drink was spiked and and so on uh, at this this hotel uh, after he went over to I think to hang out with some friends or something, or um, there was this uh, someone invited him over to to this hotel and this happened and the feds are now after him. And I, I haven't read his court documents, but I, I did see one where it was, and this is what he states too, is that he passed a polygraph test. And I, I did see that. And that was, uh, I did see that verified that he passed the polygraph test. So uh, she talks uh, a, a bit about uh, him, George Tonks. And then uh, she talks about, uh, uh, you know a bit more about you know the Epstein network and other journalists and uh, the perception of victims uh, of the Epstein network and and what their relationships are like. So uh, yeah, and uh, hopefully 
it's it becomes a regular thing where where we chat because uh, i think she installed me on, on several occasions uh she wants me to help her with her book project so that's something she wants to do at some point this year as well awesome so she's doing all right she's hanging in there yeah yeah i think she's she's doing doing okay i mean i can't speak for her but uh yeah it's you know these these people they've all had slightly different experiences but uh you know it's all been uh, a common denominator being uh, they're abused in one way or another by uh, Epstein and Maxwell. And I was talking to Matthew Steeples earlier today, too, and he, he brings up the fact that there are victims who weren't just sexual assault or rape victims. They were financially screwed over by these people, right. losing their pensions or uh, getting swindled in one way or another. So they, you know, that's <clears> what they do. They're just toxic, poisonous uh, people. Thing. <laughs> yeah, Maria Farmer has talked to all of you and not me. Yeah, Maria Farmer, go on Ryan's show. Please, does. Maria. Yeah, I'll yeah. I uh I yeah, let's let's try to facilitate. I'm on your side. Like uh, I might be intimidating, but only to the bad guys, not to you. <laughs> I'm a, I don't know. I don't get that. I guess because I'm not I'm not on Twitter and stuff, I'm not allowed on the She's not on Twitter anymore either now, though. She, no, no. What was that all about anyway? Do you know or? Uh, again, probably, I can't speak for her. Said but a fact. Yeah, it was. She has beef with this writer Kirby Summers, who I oh, don't yeah. even know if you guys know who that is, but uh, <coughs> that was a big part of it because they were going back and forth and kind of had a history of that. And then she blocked me. Summers did. But all I did was read this article that Johnny Vedmore wrote. I believe it was Johnny Vedmore. And it was looking into her history. And she, as far as this article goes, which is very well sourced, is not who she presents herself to be. So I'll just leave it at that. People can go read the article if they want. <laughs> yeah. And Ryan's going to get it's better soon. So I hope so. <laughs> when did you get sick, Ryan? Uh I was sick all day yesterday, but it was just like a runny nose or whatever. That's pretty common when you have kids. But uh last night, somewhere in the shit posting storm, it just kept getting worse and worse. I couldn't sleep. I usually get my four hours of sleep and um <laughs> I didn't get it, so Reed yeah. can attest to that. <laughs> yeah, the four hours. That's a little generous. I think it's more like two, at least in the United States. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was uh, different time zones. I mean, it was two. I think I yeah. got like 10 hours of sleep collectively throughout that entire week. It was pretty bad. I was I was pretty tired. But yeah, you said you want a room with me. I'm like, okay, but I don't sleep. <laughs> and, and I meant it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, God, I want breakfast. Reed fell asleep on the car ride there and back, I'm pretty sure, to the yep. Hager. Yeah, he was nodding but... off in the film, and he was nodding off at the... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Movie. I felt so bad because I'm like, oh, I'm here listening to everyone speak. And then when we were screening the film both times, I, like as soon as I stopped talking, I was just like, ah. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you're not the first. I've seen that effect on people. I have. When they're... You know, people come to Japan. I'm like, all right, let's go out. And when I mean, like, you know, for 48 hours, 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, they just die. But <laughs> uh, I can't yeah. turn my brain off sometimes. And this this uh, Russia Ukraine thing. Oh my god, I'm like fucking glued to it. <clears throat> is uh, this is really this is not only could it lead to nuclear war. We got these idiots talking about let's do a no fly zone. Oh, this is this is so funny. They they did a poll. Should we have a no fly zone? And I think like forty percent of Americans said yes. Then they added a definition: Should we shoot down Russian planes? Because that's what a no fly zone is. And then it dropped ten percent. What do they Still, think a no fly zone means without the clarifier? Like, I, I don't think they think at all. <laughs> yeah, I think they think yes. it means not playing R. Uh, R. Kelly's song. I believe I can fly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great song, you know. It's still, I will never forsake that song. He's he's a real whiz kid. Oh yeah, <laughs> he loves the water sports. He does. He does a great job with the pee, the pee pee. He likes the pee pee. He's a streamer. Thirty percent of Americans are okay with going to war. A nuclear war, because that's what that would do. I mean, that yeah. would, they're just they they're like we're America. Fuck yeah, we'll kick anyone's ass. I'm like, this isn't Iraq, okay. You're not this, Which and you don't have the whole world on your team well. either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Russia right now, if Russia had a weakness, it's taking over urban centers because the way you normally do that is just flatten the damn thing. And they're not willing to do that because they, they, in their mind, they see Ukraine as part of Russia. <clears throat> I'm not saying it is, but that's how they think. So they're not flattening. Good. I know. I don't want them to flatten the cities, but. Right. Uh, they would have no problem flattening the city in Poland or whatever. I mean, they just, you know, these people are so fucking stupid. And the planes they wanted to send in are the same things that Ukraine already had, which got wiped out in like the first two hours. You know, it, they're so stupid. The, they're so outmatched from the anti-air and air-to-air. What's the point? But I don't think Zelensky is speaking for himself. I think the Azov Battalion is telling him what to say. You saw what happened when they sent those negotiators in, and one person talked about neutrality, got back to Ukraine, and got two bullets in the forehead. Like, don't you dare. And they are sacrificing Ukraine, because this little clique of bell ringers, they don't give a fuck about Ukraine. Like, they're working for oligarchs' international interests, because they see, like, this is a way to cripple the EU and Russia to economic rivals, which leaves the U.S. and China sitting pretty. And they're so tied up in this. And then, of course, the big story, the fucking biolabs, <clears throat> which, you know, I wasn't so, there, there was a lot of, there, those are real, but there is a lot of disinfo about them too. And I really couldn't sort it out while I was in D.C., but I've had time to look through it now. And Jesus, man, it's Echo Health and the same fuckers as before doing gain-of-function research. And Victoria Newland who always is failing upward, right? Like, what's she been, three, four administrations or something? Yeah. She, she's the undersecretary of state, and she's saying, yeah, well, they're just, you know, health labs, research, and then well, we really need to get them before the Russians do. <laughs> like, why? What's there? Yeah, some of them are Soviet area research labs. Okay, just admit what it fucking is. They're bioweapons labs. And they're doing the kind of crap that PNAC wrote about of racially specific bioweapons. They, they're insane. And uh, who knows what other coronaviruses they have there. Bill Gates was rubbing his hands together. He's saying, wait for the next pandemic. Oh, fucking sick, dude. Uh, him, Fauci, Klaus Schwab, like, 
They all need to rape the cactus. Did uh, Gates' <laughs> wife, ex-wife, uh, really say that part of their divorce was because of Epstein with Gates? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that, she did. That got like fucking crickets, obviously, in the press. But you guys heard about that? Yeah. Well, I heard. You know, he's not the only Microsoft employee on that map, right? There's a lot of kitty fiddlers there, and and I don't just mean like some scrubs, like his chief engineers and things were visiting Epstein. Uh, Peter Mervold stayed at uh, the Palm Beach property when Epstein wasn't even there. He would just go there on his own. He's allowed in, fiddle around, topless girls at the pool, all that. Uh, and there's pictures of these people all together with, you know, with like Jess Staley and Summers and all this. And uh, so this was going on in Microsoft. It wasn't just Bill. But I talked to some employees saying that, yeah, Bill had a couple cars. And what he would do is uh, he'd take one to work and just park it and then get in his other car and go off to whatever the hell he's doing. But his car looked like he's there. So if his wife checked, you know, yeah, his little gold car was sitting there. But uh, he'd he'd leave, you know, within a couple of hours. And he, he was always uh, he'd been cheating on her since at least two thousand, so twenty years, twenty one years. And she knew uh, he was banging a subordinate, actually, another employee at Microsoft. But. You know, that's so much money. And they had the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and all this shit together that she put up with it. But once she visited Epstein and and in her words, like w within seconds, knew how disgusting he was. Uh, that might have been because of all the prosthetic eyeballs and shit on the wall. Who knows? But um, she wanted out. Well, these are some really evil people. And when he when Epstein got arrested and was dead, I feel like she had the courage to to finally get the fuck out of there and it's great man that's like 17 billion dollars pissed away <laughs> like bill how much you worked your whole life to become like the richest guy in the world and then you lose half of it in a divorce so i hope that kitty pussy was worth it but they made a fortune on vaccines and i don't mean like conventional vaccines that get rid of diseases i mean like experimental shit that it's double speak, you know, uh, not just mRNA therapy. They, they are giving people, uh, under the guise, I think it was hep C all over Africa, but they're actually testing, doing like human testing on basically people poor enough to not have a voice because it's faster. Well, in their, in their heads, they do this John Dewey thing of the, the noble why or the greater good. Well, we'll sacrifice these poor people because we'll figure out the answer quicker and it'll save more lives later. Like they do this rationale, right? But this is a, this guy's the kind of evil fuck that wants to blot out the sun because of climate change, right? Blot out the sun. That sounds like the plot of some like super friends episode from the eighties of Lex Luthor or whatever. Like I'm going to take out the sky like matrix. <laughs> Didn't they do that in the matrix? We took out the sky. Yeah. Uh, but he's got enough money to actually do something like that. We got a couple other on board. They, they, you, nobody should be a billionaire. And I'll tell you what, you can't be a billionaire without the state. It's not possible. Every You point to anybody that's a billionaire, any of them. We ought to start get used to calling them oligarchs. All of them have state funding from somewhere. Even if it's like Zuckerberg or whatever, we'll find you're getting money from China, you're getting money from Saudi Arabia, like... You cannot amass that amount of wealth without government support. Eric, we just heard it from Ryan Sanders. No one should be 
a billionaire. What, what would what would Bernie say about billionaires? I would say nine percent, or twelve percent, or forty percent control half the wealth. And uh, I think that's wrong. I happen to think that's wrong. And uh, like Hillary Clinton over here, I am not friends with Henry Kissinger. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, billionaire. Yeah, well, I mean, he voted for the trillion and a half for the F thirty five project because they made parts I mean, in Vermont. Is, so is the king is the king a real billionaire, Ryan Trump? He's he's probably not a real billionaire, is he? He was. I'm worth many billions. I think he, if you, oh, I mean, if you talk about like adding up all his assets and stuff, he's probably about four billion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of these people ain't liquid. I mean, I mean, why would you? Taxes would rob you, but. He's he probably was. Um, he's probably Martin. also the most recognized name in the world. Yeah, the brand is global. Like, even more than Michael Jackson, like everybody knows Donald Trump. Yeah, especially now. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, with his namesake, if he wanted, I like this true social thing, he needs to get his shit together. But like, whatever he would tap onto. You're gonna get fifty to eighty million followers instantly. That just he has a cult following. You know, there are yeah, people in QAnon that think he's secretly the president. You know? uh, <laughs> well, the tribunals is incredible with the body doubles. It's fucking incredible. The executions. It's, yeah, the executions. The dumbs. The deep underground military bases with the reptiles. <laughs> Trust the plan. <laughs> Trust the Baja. That's, that's fucking Trust incredible. Hey, yeah, somebody out, Burmus. Burmus. True social, uh, it doesn't look like it's doing so well. I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't heard that it's going really that well. Well, people can't get on. It's only for iOS, and I'm like, I don't think a lot of Trump supporters have Apple phones. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you gotta go with Apple. How many Trump people sit there on their Apple laptop at Starbucks? You know, that just isn't their forte. Apple or acid wash? Hillary used acid wash. Okay, and Rudy tells me it's very expensive. The acid wash. Yeah, he's he's a sensation. We need him back. So, Addy, you were didn't you were a Hillary supporter like four or what six years ago now, and you've obviously made a huge switch. So, what what was it that like led you away from? Man, that's uh, like bringing up somebody's prior drug habit. Yeah, no, it's, it's that's rude. real hot seat, Reed. I, it's all right. Yeah. I voted for Reed uh, with the fucking left hook. And okay. yeah, yeah, no, no worries. I was a Kerry oh. supporter. I'll admit it. Sorry, right. I voted for Mitt Romney. So you know, no, I I'm never wrong. did any of that shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with the punches here. <laughs> but uh, I was totally, completely checked out of uh, paying attention to what was going on geopolitically, and uh, yeah, it was not something I thought about. I mean, I, I w- uh, It was also the fact that I think. I was on one of the most liberal campuses uh, in the United States in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, you know, all that combined, I, I just uh, I went to the polls and I didn't really think about it. And then, yeah, uh, it was I, I don't really regret it that much. I mean, it, it wasn't until the the year, the months, I think, after I, I started to ask some questions and it was really learning about the, the prison corruption system that I, I uh, started to learn about the political corruption as well. Uh, but yeah, I did vote. I think I'm still registered Democrat too. So I'm oh. kind of uh, like a double agent uh, or something. <laughs> Is this yeah, something no, you I mean, can talk was, about? It was the same you way for okay? me. Like, you feel I okay? Just, uh, <laughs> like, you want to lay on the like... couch? You know, lay on the couch and talk about this. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm CIA is what I'm trying to say. I'm CIA yeah. DNC asset. 
I think, yeah, with me, like bringing me away from my neoconservative roots, uh, it, all it took was knowledge. Like it wasn't a change in mindset as much as just becoming aware of stuff. And then you're like, oh, wow, I'm not on the right side. That was kind of how it was with me. But, but yeah. you can't do that unless you have agency, which a lot of people don't have. Right. Like they pick a team. It's like a sports team. They're just, that's their fucking brand. And, there are no principles. Like all yeah. these people are like, oh, stand for Ukraine. If you had principles, there's a laundry list of other interventions that you could oppose that they won't because there's a consequence. Like if you criticize what Israel's doing, there's a consequence for that. You can lose your social media, you can get fired from your job. But they don't want to do it when there's skin in the game. They only want to do it when everyone's piling on and that's like the correct thing, you know, the press tells them to right. do. Right. Yeah. There's no agency at all. And then, Jackman, what was your vice? You voted for... Uh... Uh, well, 2004, when I was 18, before my brain was fully formed, I was fully on board with John Kerry, and I got him to come to my Ooh. high school the day uh, before the New Hampshire primary. He took a helicopter. You've gone from there. John Kerry to John Kerryaku. I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah and John Kerryaku worked nice. for John Kerry on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. He's got some great stories about him that we'll have to have him tell when we get him on the Four Horsemen <laughs> next time. We'll go full CIA <laughs> with John Kerryaku. He's my CIA handler. He was my guy in Karachi. I was doing the Karaka dance in the Karachi Pakistan. And we did the Macarena on the border with Bin Laden and Al Zwahiri. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I voted for Kerry, and you know, just like what Addie said, man, it's just I hadn't really done my homework, and uh, I, I had a different view. I looked at the world differently, and I believed in the fucking Coke and Pepsi and the team baseball, and that George W. Bush was the enemy, and John Kerry was different. He wasn't his cousin. He wasn't skull and bones with him. He wasn't CFR. You know, I didn't know any of that crap. So I thought voting for him was was actually going to uh, change things and you know be better. And of course, this was for my before my Ron Paul red pill that came in. 2007 when I was in college. He so. fixed so many people. Dr. No cured my apathy. Infowars.com <clears throat> So I was 10 years old. I wanted to secede Dare County from the state. That's so <clears throat> such a Dawson thing. I let Lolly do Walter Bean and Jones. It's so Dawson. 10 and bitched at him about beach erosion and pork in the bills. And oh, Walter Jones. Stuff. Yeah. No, Walter Jones Sr. Oh, his old man. Yeah, and then later the junior too, obviously. And he was Mr. Freedom Fries. I had a, I went there to talk to him about North Carolina issues. Then I was like, listen, we got to talk about rock too. And I sat down. And then I had dinner with him. And uh, I, his advisors were trying to pull me away. I was like, fuck you, man. Like, I'm a North Carolina citizen and uh, don't do this. And he became staunchly anti-war, pro-Ron Paul. And that's what gives me confidence. Like, if because this guy was not like that. He was like Freedom Fries. That's that guy. French Fries Arena. And uh, I was like, don't embarrass North Carolina with that. He listened. He changed his mind. And he became one of the better and only anti-war Republicans. The only one that went and listened to uh, Lawrence Wilkerson with his testimony. He regretted yeah, about... his war, too, for the Iraq war and spent the remainder of his career apologizing and calling all the families. And I had a great conversation right. with Tulsi about, about that about his evolution on that and how he, he changed his mind. Well, the point is, it just took a a teenager, well, when I was 20s or whatever, to sit down and talk to him. 
if people would go in and just attempt it, man, to go speak to your representatives, they're not all evil. They're just retarded. No. And uh, they're oh, like, retarded, you man. guys aren't retarded you're, at all. You're smart, but you have, you know, Carrie, Hillary, Romney, like the fuck, guys. Yeah. If I'm someone not. just to talk to you, you, you know, that whew, you'll never be like that again. There's a lot of people like that that are reachable who are in in government. <laughs> like you know, my new Carolina guy is Cawthorn. And he's saying, look, you know, we, Greg we, shouldn't, we shouldn't be risking another war. Um, I don't see that. I see people yelling at buildings. What is that, that picture, dude? Ryan? That's me in 2004. <laughs> I don't acknowledge you without a mustache. Yeah, I think I know, you right? had a mustache since you were seven or something. <laughs> he's so adorable. Damn. He's a baby boog there. Yeah. Yeah, no one knew this was going to be the anti-government extremist someday, but here we are. So that's Reed. He was back when Reed was skull and bones. He was at Bohemian Grove doing cremation <laughs> of care ceremony and worshiping Moloch. There was a picture of my brother and I. I have a twin too in a pickup truck with a Confederate flag. We're like ten and just going like that. <laughs> that's on brand. That's very on brand. I hate. I've hated the government my whole life. I never understood it. I was like, okay, like, why do they get to tell us what to do? Like, Reagan be on TV. I'm like, who's this old fuck? And what's he got to do with Hatteras Island? I bet he's never even been here. It just seemed like it's as stupid as King Arthur pulled a sword out of a lake, and now he makes all the rules. Like, no, no, I don't think it works like that. I don't care if people voted for him. Like, I didn't. You know, I just, I don't know. That's not how I think of sovereignty and stuff in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're just going to, we're going to pick some people. Think how stupid that would be for any other occupation, right? Oh, let's just vote the engineers in, and then the bridge falls down, right? Uh, yeah. We don't do that for any other professional thing. If you have a pilot, you want some kind of accreditation in school and practice flying. and You don't just, like, pick somebody to fly the plane. But for the most important job possible, like, somebody that's got the power to wage war, uh, influence the economy, make new laws, or, you know, at least approve of laws that people make. We just pick them out of a, out of a den of like, and it's a contest of who's the best charlatan and can appeal to the lowest common denominator. There's gotta be a better way. Uh, the problem is that system would work if we had, as Bentham and Mills said, if we had an informed public, but we don't. Our That's media the, is so shit that our yeah. politics will forever be fucked up because no, like a Tulsi or someone like that or a Ron Paul will never get a chance. They called Tulsi a Russian agent. They called Ron Paul like, you know, racist newsletters, whatever. Nothing could be further from the truth, but that's that's what they do and that's what they're going to do. And if we don't fix the press, we can't fix politics. And that's why I think it's a large waste of time for people to fiddle fuck around about like what type of government or lack of government would be best. Because you're not going to get an inch on any of that until you fix the press. And the way to fix the press is building up alternatives on social media because the way it is now, like we did well and then you get censored, right? If we, if we had a viable media, that predicates everything else and you could start fixing cultural problems, political problems, everything starts with the media. The bell ringers figured that out a long time ago. Control the media, control the nation. And that's why I am excited in a sick, in a you know, silver lining to this war of uh, 
so many people getting censored in Russia and China right now that it's going to force them to at least have some alternative. The problem is, is this is going to be Russia and China. <laughs> I still think competition is always good. Monopolies are the worst. So, Ryan, know, the worst is there, is Lincoln. This know. is kind of off topic, but what, in your opinion, is going on with the Uyghurs in China? Because I'm hearing... I, I watched a docu, or I, I wouldn't call it a documentary, but something um, that Patrick McFarlane from antiwar.com and the Libertarian Institute put together. And it makes a case that there is not a genocide happening against the Uyghurs, but I, I've never heard you talk about it. What do you think? Well, I wouldn't say there's, there's a genocide, but uh, to act like they aren't being persecuted is just bull. Yes, they are. They get. Uh, even their children and stuff right. get locked Which up and thrown in jail. Getting and, persecuted, but, but yeah, but yeah. that's not that different to what China does to whoever. You know, I mean, there's I, people have this temptation to be like, "Oh, the U.S. is imperialist and sucks, so U.S. bad, China good." And I'm like, "No, no, no. Mm -hmm. You you think America is bad? Damn, <clears throat> the poverty in China is." breathtaking and a lot of people never been there or they go and they just stay in shanghai or whatever in a little bubble you know that's like going to uh fucking malibu in la and thinking this is how everybody lives and it ain't they have a uh, huge that... excess of males compared to females yes they like do because of the one child law there's like in a whole america worth of people of men and there's okay there are villages in China where, because of the human trafficking, because of this disparity in, in male-to-female ratio, that there are girls who have been chained to a wall or the floor naked, and they live like that for years, and everybody rapes them. They're just there to be raped. They're just a thing, a rape thing, like that fucking sicko in Ohio with, uh, what's her name? Castro. Um, yeah, Castro. I forgot the victim's name. Amanda Berry and those other girls. That that happens in China. They discover uh, there's a whole class of women that just chain to the wall, and they're there to please the town. And to me, that's way bigger story than the Uyghurs. You know, that there's things you could dig, but it, it's baffling because and there's a lot of North Koreans in that too. Because North Koreans are always trying to escape North Korea because they'll starve to death. And, and and don't don't dismiss this because of that one lady that's clearly full of shit or whatever. There there is definitely uh, a massive human trafficking out of North Korea. They go into China and they got to pay their way. And what do you think happens to these Korean girls? Sex trafficking to Chinese businessmen immediately. There's a thriving business there north of North Korea. <clears throat> they speak Chinese and Korean. And they are trafficking these women. They never make it to South Korea or Japan. Few will will get through somehow. Uh, but that is one of the un you know, like under discussed or not even discussed at all aspects of China. Like even the Uyghur thing that's been going on a long time. It just suddenly became an issue, kind of like free Tibet during the Olympics, just out of the blue. Now you care about Tibet until the media stops talking about it and then everybody stops talking about it. But like chain to the floor, man, 
their women changed. The fact that they had a one-child policy is fucked already, right? Like, that's a real thing. Oh, that's a girl? Throw it in the dumpster. They're so desperate, they found out they were having a girl, they try to come to Japan or Vietnam or something and then have the kid and then bring them back into China mm-hmm. if they could, and you had to pay hefty sums and da-da-da-da. Uh, that place is fucked, man. They got, you know, hundreds of millions of people live on less than a dollar twenty-five a day. All right, and they're like, "Look at all the people we brought out of poverty." I'm like, "Well, no one else has that many people in poverty to bring out of poverty in the first place." It's like Biden you know, bragging about his job numbers after COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it's because he locked everything down, you dick. Well, well how about yeah. we we import maybe three percent of our oil from Russia, but you know. They're acting like spending all these trillions of dollars isn't affecting inflation. Nancy Pelosi actually said that. She was like, oh, it's, it's deficit spending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't remember ever our politicians being this stupid. Like, the what's the chief propagandist name? The Ginger Psaki or whatever? Oh, uh, Jen, um, Jen Balsacky Chucky? It sounds <laughs> like P and Saki. Balsacky. Uh, She's not even a good sophist. Like Kelly McEnany would get her notebooks out, have her fat, you know, her facts and just, you know, go through it. Pretty good sophistry there. Sometimes she was just right. So it's easy. Pisaki doesn't even give a fuck. You're like, won't that cause inflation? No. Why? Because it won't. That's her argument. Because I said it won't. Right. They don't, they don't even care. The, you know what they did yet yeah, two days ago? Joe, this is in the middle of this, you know, giant. World War Three type scenario, threaten some nuclear weapons, no fly zones, bio labs, all that. Joe Biden and the embarrassment, Kamala Harris, had a TikTok summit with TikTok influencers. It's <laughs> incredible. Because clown world, man. Like it, it doesn't. It's not funny anymore. Like, ha ha. No, no, no. We're okay. way past clown world. Hey, Doc. So it needs its own here. name. Ah, there you go. Daddy's got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that background. He's got, he's got Biden in his background. That's incredible. <laughs> hey, you listen it's here. It's the Saki. It's the ginger. They had a TikTok summit. We had a summit, Ryan, because I wanted to smell their hair. All right? I wanted to see what kind of shampoo those girls were wearing. The TikTokers. <laughs> oh, fuck. Eddie, you got some nice hair. I'd like to smell your hair. <laughs> oh, God. Talk about the soul. So, Eric, I... I used to be upset that I wasn't born like 40 years earlier because I just like hate everybody now, but it's gotten <laughs> to the point where it's so entertaining. I don't know if I would pass this up anymore. Like after the last two years, I'm like, you know, this has really been a shit show, but I'm kind of glad I got to see it for free. You know, like it's, it's yeah. well, as George stuff. Carlin says, we get a front row to the freak circus here in the United States. And Dude, can you imagine if he was still around? Just, like he would think oh, about this. God, <laughs> he would have the biggest Twitter following ever. Oh, well, they would ban him. He'd already, he would fucking, he would have founded Parlor or fucking, you know, Getter or those other things. Yeah, they would have been but, uh, better. I mean, Getter Tim, Dil- be Tim Dillon is keeping those Carlin vibes alive. Tim Dillon's show is, is amazing. Amazing man, he he hits the nail on the head every time. Best Megan McCain impersonation I've ever seen. I could not tell the difference, dude. (laughs) He's like, I I really thought, I really thought it was Megan McCain. I was like, she might have lost some weight, you know. Yeah, Yeah, the the whiskers make it really believable. How he has like a little bit of whisker. Yeah, just like her. And uh, I thought, you know, if she dropped a hundred pounds, which you know, 
Uh, she could. It could have been. The first time Mike and I saw Tim Dillon live at the small club in Providence, uh, you know, we were front row and he points to us and he goes, you know, things are things are crazy out here in America. And we've got these two guys up here out front. They're my personal trainers. As you can see, things are going well. You know, <laughs> and, uh, after the show, we went up to him. He's like, thanks for being a good sport, guys. And I'm like, dude, just your Megan McCain alone allows you to say whatever you want. That was yeah. a, That's a gift to the world that we needed. But you're absolutely right, Reed. I mean, just first of all, just the fact that Donald Trump, just him alone, but then oh, him dude. actually becoming president and being given the fucking nuclear codes. The apprentice every- guy. Literally everything that happened. That really happened. That happened. I know. And we live calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas and Kim Jong Un little Rocket Man stuff. I'm like, I got Pocahontas to take a DNA test. Okay, sixteen and me, sixteen and pregnant, whatever the hell it's called. (laughs) I got her to take it. Okay, and she did, and she fell right into my trap. Then he then he airstriked Iran's favorite general, and we lived through that. Like that's incredible. It's 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 everything. It's it's it really is the proof of the simulation theory, and then the fact that. His his uh, fucking everything he got away. I mean, he just he just what he got away with, and and the outrage that people were focused on was not the right outrage about Donald oh, dude, Trump. Right. He focused on, but and see, that's, that's the fucking that's brilliance of, of him. That's part of the entertainment at this well, point. Is that, that like yes, people, guys, yeah, as bad as the, all that, all that, whatever. Russia is a big country. <laughs> Ukraine is a small country, and we're yeah. giving away crack pipes. Dude, I know, hey. but I just love all of it at this point. I don't even hey, come care. on, man. You ever <laughs> see that movie Ghost where they have the pottery? What drugs is she ceramics? on? What my do you son, think she's on? My son Hunter, God bless his soul, designed those crack pipes, okay, with John Podesta. She's on right, the same thing that the guy in the hotel room was on. We got uh, Addy. Right. We got Addy Ads using his crack oh, pipes yeah. right now. God bless his soul. I think he ended up spiking himself trying to get, uh, well, let's not say names, but. The person next to me, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I swapped those cups around. <laughs> I mean, is there, is there any hope, though, Addy? I mean, when you're recovering the Maxwell trial, did you meet other like minded individuals who were doing what we're doing, who are out there, who give a shit about this, who are young guys like us who care? But before you answer that, though, Addy, do you yeah. share the entertainment aspect at this point, or are you still just like, god damn it, we're so fucked and retarded? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 more like uh, WTF than I'm entertained uh, per se. You, you, sometimes it, it, it'll be like random moments during the day where I'm just zoning out and I'm like, what the hell has been going on? And it's just like it's, it's, it's just keeps going. You just got to keep going with it. You know, it's but yeah, there are moments where it like hits you. It's like this is still, you know, these like past two years or or whatever, it, whatever it's been. Uh yeah, yeah. What, what was your question, Eric? I, oh, yeah, I like mine. Yeah, young guys, not really. No, uh, I'm trying to think. Lucia Crowley was the, I think, the the closest to me in age. She was the one who broke the the Jurgate uh, story, missing in action uh, this past week uh, on Tuesday. As was the recently sued Julie K. Brown of the Miami Herald and Vicky Ward, even though she's based in New York, to my knowledge. She loves you, right? Which one? <laughs> Oh, oh, Vicky Ward. Ward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's she's greatest yeah. fan. <laughs> she's, I'll see yeah, you. <laughs> she's an interesting character. You, you know, she definitely tries to. It, it's almost like she was nicer to me after that happened. It was kind of bizarre. Yeah, well, you you had the drop on her. I saw that video. That was good. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was it was. She was quite dismissive. I think. Uh, maybe not quite, but a, a bit. She, very uninterested. I I think is probably the best way to to put it in what or I pretended. had to say. 
pretending she wasn't interested, but really being like, oh, fuck. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I got to say, Addy, I mean, you know, meeting you, man, and seeing your stuff has, has given me hope. And, and it's a, a white pill Same. that needs to be celebrated. We can't be all doom and gloom, guys. Okay. We have to, we need border yeah. security. Our border's like a piece of Swiss cheese. Okay. And we got drugs pouring in. Forget about the shipping containers that come in where all the drugs really come in. We have drugs pouring in on our border. Okay. We have Oreos being made in Mexico. It's a complete disaster. We got Rosie O'Donnell running rampant at Golden Corrals. We have to sanction her and we got to do it quick. I talked about that at the press club with Ryan. Okay. I don't think she's been running at all. But well, yeah, she's, 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 she's in a, she's in a wheelchair, but she's being pushed. But I mean, we have to celebrate the the victories, and uh, we have there to. There are a few really uh, young need. guys at the screen, the film screening I did. People in their twenties or whatever. I asked young, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <coughs> and so uh, it gives the, me some hope. But at the speedway, it was it was three twenty seven year olds. It was is myself, Reed, and Ford Fisher. Oh so yeah, that was, that's that was true. Cool. Okay. Eric, uh, what, what's the new Trump line that came out of this whole trip? At the press club, yeah, I was doing it like crazy. I was doing it like I was drunk, and I was one of the only people who wasn't fucking drunk for once. It wasn't me. You're it was. You know, I don't think I met you sober. <laughs> like you didn't meet me sober. No, yeah. no, there, there were so there were lucid no. moments, Dawson. I, I, was, I was sober for the screening, but you weren't there. In between the <coughs> Bay of Pigs, in between the Bay of Pigs, Ruby Oswald, New Mech, there were some sober moments. Yeah. Um, but uh, what, what, what came, yeah. the new one read is think think about it, okay? Think about it. So then the exaggerated version of that is think about it, think about it. <laughs> You know, where you we just gotta go, exaggerate all of it. Well, know, all of them, yeah. So, so we're going to build turn into we're going to build. <laughs> you know, and then think about it turns into think about it. You have to. I think what I liked when you and myself and you were uh, ganging up on Grant Smith doing Alex Jones and Jenner and stuff. <laughs> Dude, I was I was auditioning to be the entertainment for next year's conference, and I think Grant Dude. I think Grant was probably regretting it not having me up there. He paid a very big price, and he's probably going to be answering to Barbara Walters for not putting me on the view, quite frankly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Grant, I need you had to get me in touch with Grant Dawson. Um, I, I I could taper myself. Well, he's not I, in charge of the whole thing. It's a uh, you know. You can get his vote or whatever, but yeah, you know, no, but I have to say, overall, I came out of that, guys, uh, energized, excited, inspired, and just you know, knowing that what we are doing is actually the right thing and that we are, um, you know, on the right path and that there are more people than we realize that do care about the stuff and, and want to bring light to it and bring it out there to the people. And, uh, you know, we're not, we're not an isolated Island. We're not Epstein's Island. Okay. We're actually a continent <laughs> if you can believe it or not. Yeah. I got <laughs> to eat with John Kariaku and Philip Giraldi and while right. Roger Waters is talking. I was like, this is a weird a, day. You know? It's amazing. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah Eric, you got some one-on-one -on -one time with Roger Waters. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Roger was awesome. Addy got a great video with him, and then after him, um, it I was grabbed mostly one on one, except for that Boomer Broad who had to be like, "Roger, Roger, I love you," or whatever. Yeah, bo Boomer <laughs> women must be stopped. They do not how to know how to behave once they leave either Walmart or their house. They just don't know. They don't know how to talk to other people. You know, it, it's just the weirdest thing. It's like, wow, you've made it this far, and you act that way all the time, and you still have a husband. Oh my God, he must have cheated on you a thousand times. But um. Yeah, I, I, it was Roger Waters was awesome. I mean, that talk about courage, man. I mean, he, he, he has fuck you money. He has enough money where he's able to do that and be based. But he, he doesn't have he, to. Exactly, Austin, he doesn't have to be there at that conference with us doing that, man. He doesn't have to do anything. 
And that's what he's doing in his later years in life. He's and been I, there before, too. I mean, he wasn't speaking, right. but he's come. Um, yeah, and obviously he supports it, and he, and he puts it out there on whatever platform he has and whatever uh, reach he gets and influence, and, and that's awesome, man. And, and we should tip our hat to Roger Waters, and I uh, would just like to see more people with that kind of influence and power and, and money. Levy. Um, yeah. Yeah, Levy was awesome, man. Mm -hmm. He was great. But um, yeah, it was it was a cool thing, man. And and I, I just I really enjoyed hanging there with you guys. And um, you know, the well, I'm glad to introduce this to all y'all like this. These things have been going on for seven or eight years, or like skipping the last two years because of Corona, but it's been going on for a long time. And uh, you may have noticed like the entire youth segment there, like that would be anybody under 40, I think, <laughs> is our crew, right? right. Uh, yeah. I, some of those other people you met, the Marcus and Thomas and Dar and da da da, are, have been coming there with me for years. And we keep expanding. And it would have been bigger this year, but you know, like DJ Cogdell and Ricky and uh, and Russian bot, <laughs> they call them, couldn't get in because yeah, they, didn't they weren't have a, vaccinated vac like us. Yeah, right. <laughs> and there are a lot of people that didn't even Kelly didn't come either this year because they're like, well, I don't have vaccine passport. Uh, they really shot themselves in the foot by having it at the press club. Like they could have just done it at the Hilton. They shot themselves whatever. in the foot instead of in the arm so they could go in. <laughs> no, sorry. Right. Well, they did both, right? <laughs> One of my favorite but, moments, Eric, was when Dawson went around when he had his collared shirt and he was just opening it up and showing people his John McCain everything. dead shirt. <laughs> <It was> everything. <laughs> well, they brought him up. I'm like, uh, speaking of that asshole, boom. You know, that was Megan McCain's birthday present for me. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, that, that's, that up. That's, that's the stuff of legends right there, you know, in this hellscape. But yeah, a lot of great things. And obviously meeting you, Dawson, in person finally was great. And, you know, I think everyone was more excited to see the bell. Like, there it is. Like the, yeah, the holy grail. Seeing it was, <laughs> it was definitely, it was definitely clutch. But it yeah, was it, was, it was a great, it was a great trip. You know, I'm glad, I'm glad we did it. And, um, you know, looking forward to your, your documentary coming out, Ryan. That's going to be yeah, documentary. There was one, uh, one laptop was sacrificed. Somebody spilled beer on it. That was Frank's. And then one of my ringlets on the, on one of my flags was destroyed where these, they were hanging it up in the window. Reed had to untangle that fucker. Like there was some damage done, but yeah, the documentary, you we were just finishing the visuals on that. Uh, I has, you know, hurried to do it. Y'all know the story. <laughs> one, one artist in jail. Cause January 6th, so fucking stupid. And then, um, I don't know. It, it should be like May or something. It's uh, pretty information rich. But that's kind of my brand, I guess. I don't want to have to make like six films. I'm like, just shove it all in this one. <laughs> and Ryan did spell out the uh, Jeff Epstein JFK connection for the record. Yes, I did. And, uh, you know, I was going to ask you about Lewis Bloomfield and Timor Rosenbaum and stuff, but I didn't want to make you look dumb. But, like, that took <laughs> decades. You don't know about that stuff. I know you don't. And and it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, it took me a long time to dig through and get all that. I'm like, dude, don't, don't fucking come out with the bullet points and I haven't even released the film yet. But, like, that's that's the big reveal, though. Like, the... Uh, what, what's the, the name of Lewis Bloomfield and who is the other one? You're gonna have to wait till the film comes out. No, okay, because I've, I've heard of Bloomfield. I've heard of Bloomfield. Timor Rosenbaum. 
David, uh, I've I've talked about Bloomfield before, but the other guy I didn't I didn't hear about. Rosenbaum, well, yeah. what's with all these Irishmen? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's all these left-handed Eskimo. Um, Irish. <laughs> yeah, they're not Irish. Uh, they're about as Irish as uh, Jack Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, from what, what I saw, Dawson, it's going to be a kick-ass documentary. And I said to Reed, I said, the fucking information in this is actually very dangerous. You know, well, it's funny. Is Reed slept through some of it. Addy was late. You weren't there. So nobody here's seen the whole thing. <laughs> well, that was done by design. It's called compartmentalization, Ryan. That's right. The left hand don't know what the right hand's doing. It could be whacking off or a thumb up the ass. Okay? Could That's be. how you complete black operations. <laughs> But what I, what I, the big thing that's spelled out in there is this generational organized crime where you've right. got you've got these uh, organization and financiers for weapons smuggling and, and, and laundering money through charities and white collar crime and all this and including narcotics, all the rest of that black markets too, to pay for all the operations. But then you also have the aspect of the cover up and the way you get the cover up uh, isn't usually through bribery, although they, they do bribe. Uh, like a lot of Latin American dictators and stuff will take the kickbacks because they want the money. But when it comes to American politicians, blackmail is far more effective. It's way easier to blackmail rich people than it is to bribe them. And that's where the Southernborn Institute would made this mega group. <clears throat> and the whole purpose was creating cells like Epstein's. His is just one that happened to burst. But there's a lot of these. And... Uh, Israel has benefited from that from the 40s to now. And it's just one long, continuous thread. And the only people looking into it were the Kennedys, and somebody shot both of them. Yeah. And Gar Garrison... What the, uh, and Robert Gar by a Palestinian, allegedly. Right. And, uh -huh. and Garrison, by arresting Clay Shaw, I mean, that's right next to Permindex, man, if you got Clay Shaw. Yeah, Clay Bertrude, it goes back to the, the Swiss click, I call it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and you know Stone mentioned that on a kind of like in passing in his first JFK film well, and of course Michael Collins Piper dug into that have, from if Final you watch, Judgment if you watch the new Oliver Stone man he goes even deeper into the Israel stuff I was actually really impressed what he included in it and I think he will be too Dawson well I gave James D'Eugenio a mouthful I was at his house I interviewed him uh, about so an hour and a half and then I was like, "Well, let me tell you what. <laughs> let me tell you this about Mona." Da, da, da. So he, if he, if they named it after his book, uh, I'm sure that he passed that on it. to Oliver. Well, yeah. you know, he was very receptive. Like it, it's just like once you know to look at that, it's like you see it everywhere, right? Yeah. But a lot of people are looking at, "Oh, they're mad at the CIA because the way pigs fuck up," or which that ain't even what people think it is either. Uh, neither is Iran-Contra. Israel had already been involved in Nicaragua with the Samosas for two generations before the U.S. got in there in 79. But uh, they, the classic threat is that, or the Alex Jones thing, with, you know, executive order, 1110, blah, blah, that's all crap. Um, all that order did was limit who could issue silver certificates. But... Um, <clears throat> If you if you don't have the if you don't have the Israel angle, you're never going to figure out JFK. Well, it's the foundation. You, you can't college. just be like, "Well, the mob." I'm like, "Well, what do you mean the mob? Who is the mob?" Let's let's, let's zoom in on this. Which which part of what mob was doing what and why? And then you'll hear lots of you'll hear our. It's like the Carol of the Bells. Yeah. 
the tabernacle of Mitt Romney. The tabernacle. Isn't that from Ukraine too? The bell, the bell song. What? Carol of the yeah, bells. The, I don't know, but the bottom line is, is that's the good. That's really good foundational knowledge and a lens to which people need to look at Kennedy and Epstein and the whole deal. And 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 your film connects it all together very brilliantly. So. Um, I'm looking for yeah, and on into Vietnam because that you know Ted Shackley and, and Douglas mm. uh, Valentine. I've been talking to Val- we, oh. we we've gone over that before. But Valentine's CIA like, was buying property in Laos and stuff in the fifties. Okay, when, when the French were in there. Yeah, and Vietnam, you know, they needed a heroin base for to finance their black market. Same with, with Afghanistan. That's how they paid for all these terrorists in Syria. People need to understand, and I guess you know. A little slither they know about freeway Ricky Ross and the cocaine, and that's how they're paying for the. Da, 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 da. I'm like that was not that much compared to Escobar, and there were way better, bigger, high rollers in the drug trafficking, human trafficking. But the biggest thing is that the weapons diversion, all these surplus weapons from World War II, went all over the world, and uh, both the United States and the Soviet Union, rather than policing it became like the managers of it instead, just like the CIA does for drugs today, right? And, you know, whenever it was politically expedient or went to one of our allies, they looked the other way, nothing to see here. And so you see this, like, lower-tier arms race, and that's how Israel got a lot of the the weapons it needed to create a state on top of a state. And it just, that how they did it is, you know, we know what they did, but, like, how they did it is a missing piece of the puzzle, that I wanted to fill in because these people have names. These companies mm-hmm. have names, uh, just like Empire Unmasked. Like you don't, you don't just got to talk about 9/11. Like, like, let's name all these fuckers. Let's go over the OSP that lied us into Iraq. Like, uh, it's not like I think any of these people are going to go to jail. Like a lot of them involved in Numic are dead anyway. But um, you cannot understand the present without understanding history. Well, and uh, this this thread from when Lincoln fucked up the planet to now needs to be understood. Because once you know, things aren't confusing anymore. Like, oh, you know exactly what they're doing in Ukraine. They planned this the whole time. They had a coup d'etat in 2014. You know who the oligarchs are. You know where they came from. And you can just see the bells all the way down right? from World War One on. Yeah. Like, the shit you're told in history. Like, I, I love this one. They're like, Azov Italian, but the president and prime minister are Jews. Why were they working with neo-Nazis? And I'm thinking, did you learn World War II from movies? <laughs> or what happened? Like, that's not new. You think, are you shocked that Israel and Saudi Arabia work together, financing Wahhabi terrorists in Syria? Because they do. It's not a Jew thing. And it's not a Muslim thing. Those are themes, right? That's just a, the orientalization of foreign policy, whatever. It's a fucking profit thing. Uh, they want. Why do they want the Holy Land? You can talk about the fucking Torah and Moses. Whatever. Bullshit, dude. It's real estate. Let's be. Let's get. Let's do real talk here. And they could say whatever they need to, to get the lower tier on board, motivate them and all. Uh, but those people are just cannon fodder, right? They don't give a fuck about these Salafist idiots that blow themselves up and these, you know, the, the Zionists that move into somebody's living room and say, if I didn't do it, somebody else would. Those guys don't have any power over anything. There's the, the puppeteers on the top. They're using them. They use religion. They'll use racism. They'll use any sort of sectarian division uh, 
to pit one group against another because conflict uh, creates weapon sales and profits. And it's a way of stagnating a nation. The more you have to spend on that shit, the less you can on infrastructure and getting out from underneath the oppressive loan gamut they have with the World Bank, the IMF, and the BIS. Like they want you constantly paying off interest on loans that you, so you never ha- develop that first world freedom. That's the, if you want to look at like the larger goal and what the reset and all this is, I don't use that term much at all because it's been subverted. So I just like, don't say, I just don't want to have to like say, no, not that this, but uh, there, there is a much larger picture going on and it's going along swimmingly and we can make fun of the idiots like Kamala Harris and stuff, but that's not who's really in charge, but it is embarrassing that she's the vice president. Like that is yeah. an, all her speeches she did in Poland and stuff that is officially on the history historical record of a United States vice president saying the kind of shit she says. And that is just I wish I had that that hockey coach from Letterkenny to kick a trash can across the room. Like it's fucking embarrassing. But that's exactly what it is, you know, and the, and the no fly zone thing with Lindsey Graham. I could see Julian from Trailer Park Boys holding his glass of rum being like, this plan is foolproof. What could possibly go wrong? Like, let's give man pads to Al Qaeda. Yo, God, that is gonna boom. That is what Horton always say: blowback, whatever, or, or backdraft. <laughs> like, Lord Horton. That I hope there isn't, but man, it looks like they're really thinking of doing this. And I don't see anything but ugly coming from that. Mm-hmm. You cannot let Al Qaeda or the Azov Battalion, who are going to run have javelin missiles that's so irresponsible but you've got probably half of congress wanting to do this kind of thing and it's already i mean russia's already seized some of these weapons i understand the you know using javelins are effective i mean that but do you really want to give that to the the people from isis i don't Ryan, if they're our Soviets, they're good Soviets. If they're our jihadists, they're good jihadists. If they're our uh, Nazis, they're good Nazis. So, you know, whatever. True. <laughs> True that. I really yeah. got it. <laughs> and he, you honk your truck, you're a, you're a white supremacist. But, yeah. you know, if you have Nazi tattoos and you, you shoot uh, ethnic Slavs or whatever for sport and you're just a Ukrainian patriot or whatever – uh, I don't know how they're going to spend this, but you can look at the press on this from TikTok to Twitter to whatever, Facebook, oh, it's so, it's so low tier. But the stuff that we're making fun of and going, oh, my God, that's so pathetically stupid. How could anybody? But it, it's not just like anybody's everybody. And that's what I was yeah. thinking the other day is 21 years since September 11th, and we still have 9-11 cookers arguing about how many planes, if any, were used in the attack. And that's exactly how we got to the point where you have men getting pregnant and uh, free crack pipes and a flat earth society. Like that's where we're at. Pregnant men, flat earth society, airplane denial and free crack. Pipes. That is such a black pill. Like we've got all this like going that, on. And that's why I told you when, <laughs> right, when Dave Smith was on and y'all were da, 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 and I was sitting there going, nah, man, Ted Kaczynski's right. We are headed toward a technocratic dystopian nightmare. And all you can do is kind of like laugh as we go off the cliff. 
Because think about that, man. There is all those things I just listed. That, that's a contingent. That's the things that really exist. Pregnant males. And you're not allowed to disagree. Or well, Arnold, you know. Arnold called so, his movie Twins. Ryan, what do you think <laughs> of someone if they're a pregnant, Zion, a pregnant Zionist man who believes in no plane attack on World Trade Center, who's also a ginger and is a flat earther? What, what should happen to that and person? Loves Dave Lincoln. <laughs> loves Dave Lincoln. Well, y'all know my thought on Burmis. Oh, God. Oh, oh he's not a ginger, wow. actually. No, um, at least he's not that, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's almost like Rosenbaum almost hit all those checkboxes, right? <laughs> add in pedophile, add, add too. In right? pedophile. <laughs> yeah. Like, convicted oh, pedophile, rape little kids. I mean, you should be castrated if you do that. Don't you think so? And I don't mean chemically. I mean, like, with a rusty spoon. <laughs> Good God. <clears throat> that, if you rape little boys or girls, I mean, like, you know, five-year-old kids, uh... I don't know, man. You should. You, they should foulchy you, you know, like like you did to those dogs. You tied down your vocal cords, cut, and your face eaten off of flesh eating flies. Uh, where the fuck is he? Right? He's in witness protection or something. Like he disappeared. Some of the documents coming out about Pfizer. These guys are so screwed. If we had a functional public with a, two brain cells rubbed together, but we don't. Fauci. You, you just. They, oh, Doctor Fauci. Fauci's on Malaysian Airlines. did gain a function research in yeah. Wuhan and he made a super virus that went around and killed people all over the world. Like, this is, this is not a movie. This is real life. That happened. And nobody's held accountable. That's why yeah. I think people love these superhero people. vigilante movies because it's so satisfying for someone like the Punisher to just know who's doing wrong and go up and shoot him. Because there is in zero fucking justice through the courts or anything else the media ignores things they champion the worst criminals all over the world they're protecting uh human traffickers like chained to the floor like i said in china like i'll show you these stories and these women you'll it's worse than abu Ghraib type of stuff that's what's going on and nobody knows because they're glued to twitter and facebook and stuff and insta face or whatever being like look at the picture of my food or you know i'm gonna twerk uh, my butthole in front of you on, on Vine or whatever, you know, like that. It's so degenerate and fucked up. And like, it's just that's the <laughs> the joke, too, about Russia. They lost KFC, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, they're going to be the most well-adjusted, educated people in the world. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, got, uh, oh, you got rid of all the filth. It's like Judaic boycotts Russia instead of Germany. They got all they got rid of all of it. Uh, you know, good on them. You don't need any of that shit. Uh, it's so toxic and, uh, it's, it's, I don't think it's funny. I'm more like Addy on the, what the fuck? Like, I'm still, I'll laugh. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make myself do that for psychological reasons. So I don't just That's go in a cabin in Montana. I mean, we, we right. feel like we even want to laugh at it. It's just like, if you don't, you'll well, just go nuts. You go so. I get it, but <laughs> I'm old enough to have something to compare it to. You know, it wasn't like this in the no, 80s. It, right. it was it just doing the cocaine. Early 90s, it, it wasn't like this. It was, it was, yeah, well, not even. It wasn't this exactly. bad. I, I remember when it was better too, man. It wasn't always as bad. But yeah, it just, even Addy and I remember it being better. So You know, it really took a nosedive around 2013 or so. And that's why I'm saying you want to you wanna boycott and sanctions, you know, oligarchs and stuff. Start with George Soros. 
and Kolomoisky and these bastards. Like, get the American oligarchs, right? Take all their assets and stuff. That would do, undo so much damage because uh, the National Endowment for Democracy, which is principal, you know, umbrella organization for the other NGOs and the coup in Ukraine in 2014, it's all Soros. It's a Soros money, and it's a handful of guys did this whole thing to a country. Ukraine is the breadbasket of Europe. It's the poorest country in Europe prior to the war because these leeches just just raped it, man. All their money was flowing into these oligarchs like they got kicked out of Russia and went into Ukraine. It's disgusting. They're 15 billion euros in debt in 2014. And note, like no wonder Crimea seceded, and no, it was not annexed. It was it seceded, and no wonder the Donbass areas who are getting shot at and murdered wanted to become independent. Are you shocked? Like you can't ignore this stuff. You're like, well, I think war is bad. Well, like, duh. But it's inevitable. At a certain point, like World War Two could have been avoided, could have been it could until it couldn't have, right? And at a certain point, when they're shooting in your yard, you you gotta defend yourself or whatever. But mm-hmm. It's uh, it's we've already crossed the Rubicon there, and the best outcome, realistically, is Ukraine surrenders, be- becomes neutral, denazifies, and it stays the fuck out of NATO. Like, that's how it's got to go. If we prolong this just to have more dead Russians or whatever, um, it's you know all Russia's got to do is start flattening cities. I mean, we've they're sanctioned on everything anyway. You already got protests in Italy and France, and they're, they're burning buildings and stuff. And the gas and oil shoe hadn't even dropped yet. It's not even close to how bad it could get. So uh, I would love to see you know, a movement of fuck NATO, just get, get out of these giant entangling alliances, you know, re, reinstitute the Monroe Doctrine on both sides of the ocean. Um, so maybe a white pill is maybe it had to get worse before it got better. Uh, but I just don't see it going that way. I think I think the Unabomber was spot on. I I'm, I'm, I hate saying this, but I think he's right. And I think the, if we don't wake up to this industrial society in its future, the manifesto, you got to read. If we don't wake up to this, it's it's getting to the point where it's almost irreversible. We're not there yet, but we're we're teetering on passing the point of uh, beyond no return, and. Uh, if we cross that line, I think I'll join you boys and be like, fuck it, I'm just going to drink whiskey and watch it burn. But, like, <laughs> you know, there's a, <laughs> there's nothing we can do. I, I, I can honestly say I put my time in. You know, I, I did radio shows. I wrote books. I did movies. I did anything, anything one person could possibly do. Uh, I even left the country, you know. And so I don't want anybody bitching to me. I, mean, I, I do this shit every day, and I've paid a huge financial price for it. I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, from censorship and stuff, a little assholes like Gabe Hoffman. And, uh, you know, I don't want to be like, well, told you so. There's no satisfaction in that when the consequences, we lost, you know, the world. <laughs> so what do we do, man? I mean, that, that's why, like, I'm really grateful that I can come on Reed's show, that I've been invited to Addy's show next week, that, that people still have the balls to have me on and have people like me on. But I really think, like, that kind of networking... We really need to boost up these voices, <coughs> the, the Scott Hortons and the, you know, the, uh, 
the, the real, like the Ron Paul Institute, things like that, Abbeville Institute, things like this, Grant Smith, all the people at that conference, you know, that needs to be seen far and wide. And it, it's just not going to happen uh, without networking. And these people, these egotistical people that just want to, I don't know why they don't want to network more or whatever. They're scared. Oh, that, that person did this. Guilt by association. Oh, you talked to so-and-so. Well, I can't talk to you. <laughs> it's going to be too late, man. You got to yeah. fucking get over that. Like, have, as, I think Gideon Levy said, you cannot allow like accusations and anti-Semitism and racism. Say, da, da, da. You cannot let that shit paralyze you. You know that's not true. Who cares if somebody calls you names? Fuck them. With a cactus. Yeah, they're cowards. They're not out here with their face. Yeah. They're not going out in public. They're not getting on planes. They're not going to rallies. Yeah. They're not doing shit. They're, yeah, they're doing little cartoon safe. avatars on Twitter, shit yeah. posting, and you know, bringing down people yeah, that actually line, you don't care have about Ukrainian others. Ukrainian flag in your bio on Twitter. Yeah, so you don't care. You're doing your part. What? Well, <laughs> yeah. well, I like the meme of the guy that's like my what the fuck he say like my mask protects black pregnant Ukrainian men from climate change or whatever. <laughs> it's it's yeah. Got all the boxes. Well, that, that's that's why, Eddie, what you're doing is important, man. You're out there yeah. fucking hitting the street, dude, getting in these goblins' faces, and and just showing people what's actually going on, cutting through the sensationalism. So, I mean, what's what's next for you? I mean, what's what's uh, on the docket for you coming up here? What are your plans? Yeah, I'm gonna be writing for a bit and catching up on writing, uh, writing articles. I've been doing a lot of like shorter shorter pieces, uh, which has been fun. And then I'm going to the Southwest at some point this year. Uh, so going to be covering the drug war a bit. Uh, oh, so, really? Yeah. Wow. That's uh, that's hairy. You should invite <laughs> yep. uh, Hunter Biden. I heard he's an expert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to hit him up. He'll uh, he'll teach me a thing or two about drugs. Um, he won't remember you. Paint by numbers. He never. Crack. He never. Parmesan cheese. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. That's what Biden's doing in the hair. Wow. He sees or everything. So, like, what angle of the of the drug geez. war, Addy? Like, what's happening at the border, or our fucking government's involvement in it, or like, what what angle are you taking with it? How are you looking at it? Yeah, just the relationship between the the United States and Mexico. Uh, so, you know, that theater of the drug war because there's you know several throughout throughout the world. Right. So, yeah, you know the the CIA's involvement, and uh, you know even to this day with the Sinaloa cartel and, and El Mayo. Uh, I got a would... woman you can talk to from Sinaloa here in Japan. Oh wow! That yeah, excellent. She, when they oh, well later, yeah, <laughs> sure. I got a contact for you. <laughs> sure, Fucking sure, crazy yeah. stuff. Well, yeah. and that, you know, and, and yeah, Trump say what you will about him. I mean, he sh he sh fucking put a spotlight on on that man and 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 how bad it is. And you know, he did it in a certain way, but. It got a lot of people looking at it, but of course now it's it was the it was the flu world order for two years, and now it's Russia. So I think there's still a lot of important work to be done down there, shining a light on it. And you can go deeper than obviously Trump's knowledge of it is. I mean, maybe he knows about the CIA and Barry Seal and all that good stuff. And Mina, if he really wanted to attack the Clintons, he should yell about Mina and the fucking cocaine smuggling. I was yeah. going to say, Eric, it doesn't take much to go beyond I, Trump's I knowledge. I love how you say, Wrong. in a certain way, like, we need wall. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, no wall? Wall. We need wall, okay? <laughs> Addy, if you don't talk about the wall, you're not really talking about the important stuff, okay? Chris Christie went down there. He saw the slats. He said the slats were beautiful. 
He took. He tried to take a bite out of the slat, and I've seen Chris Christie eat his way through a lot of things. Okay, <laughs> he couldn't even eat through the slats, Eddie. Okay. Well, that's you awesome. Used him as a wall, just had him. Yeah. Like, well, put, put him and Rosie, and Megan, put him and Rosie and Megan McCain together. That'd be a wall. No one could get that. Through. Would that would get the Texas border? Covered well, that's well, uh, so. that's going to be cool, Eddie. I mean, I look. Forward I think to that might sink us. Uh, yeah, according to Gary Johnson, he can capsize things if you put too much weight on the island. Oh, Gary, what is Aleppo? He's everything. Uh, but yes. yeah, that'll be that'll be good, man. Some some Eddie ads. Uh, War on drugs coverage. Yes, yes sir. Man. Yeah, yeah. be careful with that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah watch yeah. watch your fucking six, man. Yes, <laughs> you you might you might get uh, caught somewhere with some Sicarios, and you might have to call the body out of the Baja to come rescue you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen, Jesus. Yeah, I hope yeah. That no, I think that would be awesome to get well, rescued by Jesse Ventura. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want I don't want Addy to have to fucking deal with Sicarios and, and any of that. that would Just be, call the three of us, and we'll uh, get there as fast as we can. It might be we'll, like we'll a week for Ryan. We'll bring John Kiriakou for us. But Rick we'll Flair, bring John Kiriakou. Yeah, we'll bring Kiriakou. I gotta <laughs> say, Yuri uh, Ventura impression, I think, is my favorite uh, so far. Oh, thanks, Addy. You honored me with that. I'm very honored by that. So if you're going to be down near the border, the Baja ain't too far. So come on down. We'll have a few cold ones. We'll sit on the beach, and I'll tell you some stories about hunting the predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. I've got an impression y'all haven't seen yet, and it's it's perfect, actually. You want to see? Yeah, let's this see is, it. I'm... This is uh, John McCain. <sighs> So based. <laughs> that's, that's his Abe Lincoln impression too at Forge Theater. Nah, he'd be missing yeah. his eye. Yeah, oh, it's a little more graphic. Have you seen our John Wilkes Booth stickers on Telegram? I have I those. So. Well, if you want to laugh at everything, we've got. <laughs> so, of course, I would do this on my Telegram. We've got like John Wilkes Booth be like, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, I think I'm I'm understanding the Joker from Batman. I'm starting to lose my mind because it's everything's so crazy. Like if you're not crazy, Eric, when everyone else is he crazy, said, he's starting to understand the Joker from Batman. But. Yep. Yeah, so that's, that's how you understand Trump. They're the same yeah. same person. They're the agents. You're not know, wearing the purple jacket today, Eric. Yeah, it's uh, I wore it a lot in my trip. It's it's uh, it's going to go to the dry cleaners. We're going to put it through a laundromat like Trump Tower was for Soviet money, a big old laundromat. We're going to put it right through that. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to come out nice and crisp and clear, almost as clean as Stormy Daniels' butthole, almost, but not quite. But not quite. Tony Solano did own some cleaners, and that oh, I know you're making a joke. Yeah, the king worked mm -hmm. with fats. Oh yeah, if you wanted to pour concrete in New York City, man, you had to work right. with Fats Tony. He's a very tough guy. Fat Tony, tough guy, very tough guy. Well, they, uh, that family still owns some property there in Woodward and uh, in Williamsburg, not Virginia, like New York. Uh, they murdered a rabbi. I don't, well, this is a long story. I got to tap out, boys. I'm feeling like shit. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, let's kill it. So we're hitting the two-hour mark. Two I got to hit uh, – I got to go listen to one of those very inspiring – intellectual Kamala Harris speeches in Poland again. Amazing. Every word, hanging on every word. Russia's a big country. We have to do what we have been doing because it's the time to do what we will do. I mean, she made yeah, Donald Rumsfeld look right bright. Yeah. That, kind of sums that, it takes, up. that takes real genius 
to make Rumsfeld look smart. Mm-hmm. You know, she, her and Douglas Fife are on their own level. Like, I used Douglas Fife, I have a meter from like Dom to Smart. You know, it was like Roger Penrose on one side, Douglas Fife on the other <laughs> side. But uh, Kamala Harris might be the first negative number. <laughs> that woman. Why the fuck are they sitting in their places? I, I just, uh, oh yeah. my God, I can't believe this. When Biden's sending the people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending Remember when she was talking to those kids and she's like, you'll be able to see the moon. It was incredible. They were all actors. They were crisis actors. It's like she's never talked to a child in her life. Well, they weren't like four. Talking to they're Biden, like like talking to a child. Come on, man. Yeah, no oh, kidding. I think, uh, I think on, you're right. Man. Come on, I Reed. Think she, she probably does talk to Biden like that. When he, yeah. Uh, she it's didn't true. know where she was. She'd never been to Europe. Also true. Well, Eric, Eric uh, close us out with Alex Jones and then drop your plugs. Well, it's been uh, been an honor. I've been a privileged gentleman serving with you. We've had a great time. Um, Eddie Ads does amazing work. You know, he covered the Epstein trial. He was down there. He was on the ground. He was interviewing people. He put a camera in those goblin uh, Ghislaine family's faces and uh, got down to some stuff. And we should be all proud of that and check out his work. Check out my stuff, Infowars.com. Save Infowars.com. We've never been more in trouble financially than we are right now. We've got the Sandy Hook lawsuits. It's terrible stuff. We've got the reptiles suing. We've got Soros suing. We've got the Rothschild suing. me. Everybody's suing me. Info Wars.com. But uh, yeah, this is fun. Um, I'm on Twitter at Jackman Radio. I got a Patreon, Jackman Radio. I'm on Instagram at Jackman Radio. And uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. We're working on building that up. And don't worry, I'm going to get on Odyssey soon. I'm listening and we're going to get on there. So pay attention because more to come on that. Right, yeah, RT has an Odyssey. RT is on Odyssey now, and Odyssey is creating their own Patreon type of platform. And instead of taking 20%, they're going to take zero. Perfect. Yeah. Where are you uh, not banned from, Ryan? Odyssey, Substack, Telegram. Knock on wood. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Addy. I have a Twitter, but, you know, I... Every time I announce that, I lose it. So, oh, it's gonna get Kamikaze. Don't tell Gabe anyway. Hoffman that. Yeah, exactly. There's the. I think it's called the Ghost of Ryan Dawson or Oven Magnet or something. I don't. I don't really use it. I used it when Gaza got attacked. I use it when with Ukraine and all. I'll come back in and leave again. But yeah, there's no reason for me to put effort into this shit because they're just gonna ban me again. But Substack, Ryan Dawson on Substack, Odyssey, uh, Reed has the link, I guess, or will. And um, the I have a bit shoot too, actually. There's another one, bit shoot, yep. Ryan Dawson bit shoot. That's it. Um, oh, VK, man, that's a dude. VK, like a lot of traffic there all of a sudden because everybody got banned on Facebook in Russia and stuff. They're all on VK now, and dude, it's just based, more based, based, based. Uh, all your base are belong to us. It's all over the place. Yeah, so get on VK or any of those. You can also follow me on my website, ancreport.com. It's the anti-neocon report. And we've got a lot of interviews going all the way back to 2013 or so on Ukraine that I encourage people to listen to. And some big ones coming next week that I won't announce because Gabe will go running over to him and call me a Jew hater or something. But some big names coming next week to talk about Ukraine. That's all I'll say. All right, Addy, where can people keep up with you? 
Yeah, I'm also on Substack, also on VK, actually at Ryan's behest. So I only have a few people following me over there if anybody is on VK and wants to add me. And then Rockfin for video. Uh, I got my podcasts pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. And then I'm on Twitter, Telegram, and uh, yeah, YouTube, Addy Ads for, for all of them, as well as Buy Me a Coffee, which I'm sending people now to instead of pay. Oh, pay yeah, I heard about that. Are you on Rumble? I am. I, I'm not really posting on there anymore because you have to pay for live streaming. And I honestly think I'm getting shadow banned on there. I have one video that has half a million views and all of the videos I post like recently, I just get no view. I think I'm, I'm almost positive I'm being shadow banned. So I, I kind of stopped with Rumble. I would yeah, imagine Rumble's shit. very uh, Israel criticism friendly. I think that's the only thing you can't talk about. You can talk about the virus and shots and stuff on, on Rumble. Yeah. But yeah, you can't really. If talk that's about the it. only thing you can't talk about, it's probably not very good for what you talk about very often, then, right? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, when you, t- you can't talk about that, you can't talk about the Iraq War, the Syrian War, like anything, because it's always them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I have a Patreon, too, if people want to do the Patreon thing, but I, I try not to plug that too much. So, buy me a coffee sounds better. We're yeah. going to have something soon with Odyssey. You watch, like, uh, they're really improving and adding stuff all the Yo, time. Yo, how do you live stream on there? Are, like, do you have to get special permission or? No, no. it's just a pain. Like, you, you can't you, you hook it directly. Yeah, you need a nerd. So, you can hook it to restream through Streamlabs. I don't know if people using StreamYard. Good luck. You can but... do it on StreamYard. It's just kind of tough. Yeah, you it's like, like... Uh, have you had your haircut? When was your birthday? What's your zodiac sign? Kind of complicated, <laughs> but with Streamlabs, uh, you just put your restream codes in there, and you can. What I do is I simulcast to VK and Odyssey at the same time. Oh, VK and Rumble. Live stream? Oh, oh yeah, and this it's actually the best one. Wow. Uh, VK is the clearest, the the most, you know, they're anti-censorship, all that. The only downfall to VK is there's no shekel chats. But, uh, yeah, you should go ahead and, and archive them there in case you get oven somewhere else. And there they are. And it's very easy for people to share your videos on VK because on Odyssey, unless they have an Odyssey channel, they can't really do it. But with VK, since it's like Facebook, they can send that in messages. They can post it on their wall. They can whatever. So. I, I would recommend getting Restream and streaming to Odyssey VK at the same time or Odyssey VK and YouTube if you still have a YouTube. You know, Reed, you could do that. And uh, yeah. eventually they're going to have their own Patreon type system. There's Subscribestar too. But it's, they all have the same problems. Like uh, even Entropy, they can't send payments directly to the bank anymore. They can only do crypto or PayPal. Where almost everybody on Entropy has already been banned on PayPal. So. Right. Fuck that, but uh, I—that's my one white pill. Is I am seeing these like Odyssey Bitshoot VK Telegram type things pop up, and like I said, if we fix the media, we fix everything. Like that, I cannot stress enough how crucial that is. Like you can you can dick around with politicians and stuff all day; it won't matter until we fix the press, and that's why they banned RT on everything. They banned them on Google. They banned them on YouTube. They they're banning them on uh, Facebook and so on. They banned Sputnik. They don't want you to have any alternative voices. They know how important it is. They banned them on Telegram. 
Now, Telegram didn't do that. Like, the countries did that. Yeah. But Japan is not one of them. So I'm able to still get the feed. It's annoying and cut and paste it and, and get, you know, the info to other people. But they're now on Odyssey. So that gives Odyssey some uh, legitimacy, and it also gives them a lot of Russian users and probably some money. So I think that that's the flagship of the future is Odyssey. Like, start building that shit up because once they have something like Patreon, um, things are going to take off. Because, uh, yeah. like, that film I was making, if I just had money, which I could have financed that film in two or three days if I still had a YouTube, but it takes months without a youtube to do the same thing uh man people can be popping out content and that's just gonna be the place where people go they're like fuck youtube they censor everything fuck google and duck duck go they said they censor everything i'm going to odyssey because they don't you know that's you can put your shit lib stuff on there they won't censor that either but you know anytime there's an even playing field they don't have an argument like they can't right. they can't you can't argue for 72 genders or any of the weird dumb shit they have or solar power or all these fantasies. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work against facts. Uh, all they have is the ability to not let you speak. So mm -hmm. that's what we have to fix. And I I'm, no, I'm shilling for Odyssey right now, but I'm like really proud of them. Even though bit shoots older and everything, they never got live. They never, they just sort of got complacent with what they had and you know, whatever. Odyssey's yeah. where it's at. And so speaking of shilling for Odyssey, get on, on yeah. Monday, I'm having Jeremy Kaufman, which is tomorrow. Uh, I'm having Jeremy Kaufman back on the show, who is the CEO of Library and the creator of Odyssey. And he's also running for U.S. Senate in New Hampshire. Damn. So he'll be hey. on the show tomorrow. <laughs> and we need to get him on the Four Horsemen eventually. He'd be a great guest. So hey, let him know I was on Library like the day they started. Yep. Yep, let him know. I've got he like told me he was going to give me an interview almost two years ago. So if you could tell him I said hello, that'd be cool too. Oh, yeah. So. Just message him on Twitter. <laughs> Send your alohas, Eddie. Eddie, thanks for coming yeah. on, man. Of course. Of course. You know, I'll, I'll hit him up again. He, I know he was busy and then he he blew up. and it was, it, He was on Rogan, wasn't he, or something? No, he was oh. on uh, Tim Pool. But, oh, yeah. that was it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but thanks for having me on, guys. It's, pretty based. Uh, it's a great, great show. Yeah. Tell him yeah. to tell Tim Pool. Was fun. That he he needs an intervention on the Civil War. Ah, that's a whole other can of worms right there. I don't think he's don't the get me triggered to man. get that there. Civilwars.com. Um, yeah. Civilwars.com. Yeah. Awesome dot com. Civilwars dot com. And right, guys, let's have a uh, season two of the Four Horsemen just as successful as the first. It's been unbelievably insane. I've loved it. Uh, we'll have more guests Good. coming on. We got plenty more we can line up from lots of bases we have. But stay tuned, everybody. If you're not subscribed to the channel, please do so. Also, follow me on Odyssey, that's in the description. Um, and then everywhere that's listed. All right, guys, think about it.